Hey, I'm Nashi. I'm Rizlar. And I'm Frosty. Welcome back to the Value Pack. Hold on, I have to gear, I have to gear check Nash right now. Alright, that is a full job. Dude, he CC'd me out of dance. What's happening? Oh, Rizlar! People look at you like you're crazy, and they refuse to admit <laughs> that it's pay to win, and just scream that it's pay to convenience! It's pay to convenience! Big money, big money, big money, big, big money! money! Oh, shit! We got it! We fucking got it! And welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Value Pack. Um, Not much to talk about today. Should be a short episode, and of course I'm kidding. We skipped last week, and on top of skipping last week, we have just a, a mountain of topics to talk about this week they released a dev commentary the global labs was insane we now have information about the loot of calfion elvia including a new side grade for the black star weapons and we got to get to all of that but first let me thank our lovely lovely patrons garmoth.com hawaiian laggy skills melt on your mouth manaria and wavesy thank you guys so much for supporting the show and everybody who supports us on our individual twitch channels which you can find in the description down below frosty nayashi hello 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 so uh, based on that I, I feel like we're gonna be able to wrap this up in 30 minutes right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. quick show quick show for sure quick show <laughs> um yeah so we skipped last week um which is probably obvious to all of the listeners um we had some irl stuff going on plus there was the tuvala cup going on which i we didn't really want to uh conflict with um for anybody who missed it, the Tuvala Cop happened. Me and Frosty watched it together, uh, the finals. Um, it was a good time. Uh, FMR team uh, won Reezy, uh, Flannels, and uh, Ming. Those finals and were epic, really by time. the way. The finals were so good. Dude, they were really, really good. The uh, second place team, which was Belly, Sapti, and... Uh, help me, help me, help me with the Kitna. Kuna. What was the Kuna? Kitna, thank you. And uh, Kitna, they did an absolutely amazing job. They took uh, Reezy's team, Reezy Flannels, and Ming all the way to set seven, which I didn't think was going to happen. Frosty, I don't think even you thought it was going to happen. You wanted it to happen, but I think even you said you thought it was going to be 4-2, not 4-3. Yeah, I thought it was going to be hard. I thought it would end in six. Yeah, which was... I mean, it was, what an insane fight. And then Belly almost killing Dude. Uh, Reezy in the 1v1. And then Kenna Sapti also, actually... Kenna also almost killing him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, once... You gotta admit, like, once Kitna lost, everyone was kind of like, all right, well, that's that's probably it. And then yeah, Belly good, good almost kills him. Yeah, good luck taking out Suck Kuno on a Witch and a Striker. And then Belly almost kills him, and then Sapti has an absolutely insane performance against him. It was it was such a crazy thing. I hope they do these more often, man. Dude, but, but we're not here to talk about the yeah. tournament. I've just it keeps burning it. It's burned into my mind. Belly catching Reezy, starting off the combo, Reezy V, and then catches him out of the V and doesn't yep. just barely doesn't do enough damage. And Belly ended up saying because he didn't have a he said fireball explosion was on cooldown, so. Oh, he, had to, he had to improvise and was not able to secure it. It's rough. Dang. But we're not here to talk about the tournament. Um, we're here to talk about Global Labs because, goddamn, a lot of shit. Yeah. Um, Frosty, is. if you want to take the lead on our first topic, yeah. uh, Calfion Elvia items, we finally got information about them. We did. So before we get to that, I just want to address briefly. They 
appear to be done balancing. So everything is where it needs to be now. Everything is good. We're all perfectly happy with the balance now, right? Is yeah, that how yeah, you guys yeah. all felt about it? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, well, no. Yeah. No, there, the there were no class balance changes this week, which I expected because KR actually got the balance changes. So I was like, well, I guess they're done, which for me personally was disappointing because of PVE being bad on, on a lot of classes, not just Awaken Kuno. Not but Kuno. And there's a lot of classes that are, even if they're not terrible, they're not great. And you still, like the difference is enough that you probably are griefing yourself for grinding on them. Classes like oh, Awaken Musa at high-end spots, Awaken Tamer, Awaken... Corsair, Awaken Kuno, um, Suck Valk. Like, Valk didn't get any love. They're pretty horrendous. I, I don't know. There's a lot of classes that could use a little PvE love that I'm really surprised didn't get any. Uh, and I guess but that's done. So, I don't know. Most importantly, Mooses are back at Manschwamps. And at the end of the day, isn't that all that really matters? They, they did separately shadow buff Musa by buffing Manschwamps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Do they so that actually means we are. need to nerf them immediately, please. Yeah, and the other thing is we got we got all of the loot changes on our live server, mm -hmm. and they're pretty dramatic. They're not subtle, and some of them are diff like a little bit more intense than what you might have thought. Just reading through the notes, um, as an example, Mansions is crazy because you get an insane amount of Kaffir stones there now. Like it's not a few more; it's a lot more. Yeah. Uh, I'm seeing crazy numbers at Histria, Aukman, Kratuga. Kratuga is the crazy one because the amount of trash that's dropping there is, yeah, just I. It doesn't even make any sense. It's just a Kratuga crazy, crazy also, amount. I was seeing not, like numbers like 15k and stuff like that. Yeah, that right. 15, 16. Someone had an 18k hour or like 17 point Jeez. something. If I remember correctly, isn't Kratuga also the place where, like, now literally any uh, artifact can drop? It's like the mm -hmm. only grind spot they made that a mm -hmm. thing, where literally any artifact in the game can drop from there. Which is a weird thing. Is it any or is, is it... Weird. Let me see, is it... Any, any other than, I think... Art. I think... Uh, are there life skill artifacts, actually? Yeah, there, remember. there are. Uh... But, I know there's light stones. I don't know about artifacts. No, there's there are light light uh, light skill artifacts. Yeah. Okay. No, well, like, I don't think there's one for okay. each category. Any, any except XP the life or... ones. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think it is. Yeah. Where's Kratuga? Is it not on this? So, what do they so call Madaya. it? In the drop. Hazra. Oh yeah, Hazra. Oh here we no, they just call it Kratuga on the drop information too. Yeah, dude, look at it's like. Yeah, just all of these. Oh, does it just show all yeah, of them? Yeah, look at this screenshot. Hold on, I'm going to put this in, in the Discord. Look, that's the drop item drop table. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, so, but... I really wish... I really wish... Sorry, I don't mean to no, continue with more random bullshit, but I really wish they would make these artifacts look different, man. Same. Like, look how many look the same. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine of these uh, Lesha's artifacts are the exact same look for all the melee damage reduction, melee evasion, magic evasion, all DR, monster like, DR. Like, even if, 
even if there was just like a little icon like at the bottom that indicated like melee ranged magic all something like that right mm-hmm. like even that would be fine the fact that there's no way at a glance to differentiate between them is kind of like bizarre and stupid i don't know i don't know what the words are yeah um did the tra so uh, yeah i don't know did the trash loot value change or just how much that drops there i think the trash loot changed slightly because it says 8k wasn't it only 4.5 is it the same maybe it was i guess oh yeah, yeah it was always like half of history that's why i sent a screenshot of what a buddy of mine that was doing cartuga looked like <laughs> he's so desperate to get the melee accuracy one and he's getting everything but that yeah people are getting like 5 10 an hour there it's kind of it's kind of crazy uh, i'm trying to find mansions on this list real quick i need to go get my other all dr then i actually saw as a as a quick aside i saw an update someone i think it was jm tested a five-man hour at Gyphon, the up upper Gyphon, because it got buffed and right. he had an hour where he got like 590 mil wow and while that's not that's still not like crazy numbers but he was saying it's xp that, zone right yeah well i don't i think they did buff the exp there too i, I think but i don't remember but they buffed a bunch oh, of stuff did. there that the trash loot is higher it drops more calf like everything I think it drops more coffers. I don't know. But anyway, he ma- he made a good amount of money and he was saying that um like he can do it like cuz you know someone immediately was like, "Ah, well, you just go to underground." And he's like, "Yeah, but I could do this with 50 less sheet AP and be completely Guru. fine. Like my whole group doesn't really need that much gear to do this." So, and and yeah, it was his first ever hour. His first ever hour. So it's like if they actually like try to optimize a little bit. I don't know. My issue with up there is I don't know that there's a rotation with enough mobs anymore. Well, I feel like their speed is. Yeah, because yeah, what is it? They're still doing the same five uh, spots, like the top, middle, bot, whatever. The same poles. I, I don't even know what the rotation. I, I don't know anymore. I haven't been up there in such a long time. But anyway, that, that one got changed a little bit. I don't know if it's crazy, but it's different. The yeah, I don't know. Everything, everything has changed. For lower AP player. Spectre's energies are dropping like candy at places. Yeah, I've actually gotten two randomly from. Uh, where did I get these? Maybe Shurikon. Not sure. Maybe it was Shurikon. I can't remember. Dude, and then it's also having Fangs stack and crystals stack. That's got to be just a godsend. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty nuts. Did you see the um the sealed black magic crystal orb yeah. that comes from mm-hmm. Star Zen now from the the main guy the the boss the mini boss one? Yeah, it's, it's pretty much almost guaranteed every one I think, but that, I thought no, that was no, pretty that, interesting. I think it just goes into like uh that's just how it looks now, right? I I actually haven't grinded at a spot that drops them. The only time I got that was from the big guy. Did you get um, any normal crystals from the little guys? I'm trying to recall. I think I did, but I would have to go back to confirm, honestly. I, don't know. I, I was kind of more yeah, focused that, that's on the BMC- discos dropped. Yeah, that's what all the BMCs look like now. That's how it works. Uh, that's just like the straight BMC drop. 
Maybe and, I had some leftover from the previous day before the patch. Yeah. So the way it, it's kind of like the weapon boxes that you get at lower end spots. Yeah. It's basically a sealed crystal box, and then you open it and get the crystal that you're supposed to get. Which, uh, by the way, yeah. speaking of fang stacking, um, when are they going to do that with all the other things? Yeah, I was going to say, someone, I brought this up. If, let's say they did remove, and this is a question for people who like to, I mean, who can look at the, oh God, what is it? The pessimistic view of why Pearl Abyss does everything, right? Because everything is, okay, is for money. Go. Yeah, everything is <laughs> right. for money. Yep. So, 100%. Someone was saying, what would the point of us having our maids be if they did change all of the other scrolls? What would you use market maids for? Like for the people that have a bunch. Because uh, I was I mean, saying, I, used... I still think there's stuff I use, but I, I probably wouldn't use all of them anymore. But I don't know. I don't know for sure. Yeah, I, I mean, the stacking... No, you can't use you can't use market maids for trash loot. Someone guessed trash loot. Market. I, I'm yeah, talking about the ones the that are maids, just the for the market. Use trash loot, but yeah, yeah, the storage maids do. I mean, they I also um, just stack on your horse. Yeah, because I also think they should just make it not stackable. And I still, we still use our maids, but maybe not as much. Yeah, I I use my maids all the time. It's the market Spirit maids I don't stones. use nearly as much. There you go, spirit stones. Yeah, spirit stones. Yeah, it's good enough reason. Now, I, mean, I don't think. Res here's the thing. I I think it's I think it's really silly that people feel the need to have fifty maids in the first place. Well, I'm gonna defend myself on that. Okay, first of all. Uh huh. Well, wait. This guy has a a, a good point. He's saying it stacks, but it still uses one maid per item. So if you're transferring groups, the maids still make sense. Sure. So that makes sense. Um. So I bought maids early on and I regret it because I didn't realize they were going to give away maids like once every yep. month or two. And at the mm -hmm. time we needed them badly. At the time it was a miracle if you got a maid. It was like you only would get the maids from the loyalty rewards from playing for a long time. Remember you get like yeah. one of each maid or something. So I got maids. Basically it. Yeah, back when we were dead. Because do you remember trying to bid on items you needed a market made, didn't you? Uh, yeah, actually, I think you did. Back in the day, if I yeah, remember the correctly. The original system. The original system, I think, did. Yeah, so it's just... I have a bunch of maids, and I probably bought like 15 to 20, and then they kept just giving us maids. And yeah. now every time I get a maid, I'm just like, God, I just would love... To not like have I'm looking, those. I'm looking at 42 maids, but I think I have more. No, I have an even amount of both storage and central. Yeah, I they, have also, 39. they also had a lot of they also had a lot of deals too, where the you know you get two maids of your choice for like but, half price during like events like uh holiday events and stuff like that. So for the record, to clarify what I was saying is that I I think that it's silly that we had a system in which people felt the need to have so many maids, right? And I think Probus probably at first was like, oh yeah, we can make a lot of money doing this, but now it's not good for new players. 
it's not a good thing for new players to feel like they have to like yeah. get like a million mids to like do things right and yeah they give out a lot of them for free and that's really really nice but it's one of those it's it's one of those things right it's one of those uh pay for convenience things um yeah i mean to be fair though like like you said they give out a lot now absolutely to kind of get players started and and i think that's no, another way player... that they're trying to make it easier for new players yeah yeah absolutely but from a new player's point of view they probably honestly aren't really using a lot of them you know it's usually when you get to like the more veteran players that oh no i just what they're utilizing for you're telling me that when you're a new player and you go grind out in Valencia and you have 5 million fucking scrolls in your inventory and you don't have 192 slots because you're a new player, you haven't bought 192 inventory slots, you don't need to use maids to, to fucking put those scrolls in your warehouse? Well, you can use a combination of the storage maids to throw it in your, your storage in Valencia, hypothetically. or Yeah, but you still need yeah. maids for that. Yeah, but they give usually an equal amount of both, right? Well, they sure, always give but you an if you give... If you give one maid a month, right? Or let's even say two maids. Two maids a month, and then they have a, a sale. You can get two for price of one in the in the cash shop as a new player, let's say. So you have four maids. Is that enough to store all of the scrolls that you're getting in fucking Valencia with drop rate bonuses from being a new player and events going on, things no. of that nature. I mean, no. that's that, that screenshot you linked uh, the other day, Nayashi, of someone grinding, I believe it was history. They had, I think, 101 scrolls. Yeah. So that's actually, that's actually a good point to your whole them doing the same thing for the Venom fangs to other yeah, items. That's what I'm saying. I, I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I'm in agreement with you with that piece where scrolls i think they need to update the system no longer utilize this whole like um what is it uh the auto arrange uncheck so you can the put in a stupid uh, shape uh, yeah. yeah shape yeah, yeah get yeah, rid yeah. of that get rid of that garbage it's not necessary anymore just have the scrolls on you and if you have five you can turn it into yeah you know, simple alchemy or something. Yeah, and that's all I'm saying is I think that I think that these changes they've been making lately are a big push to like help new players, and I I think that like scrolls yeah. is another aspect that I could see them doing here soon, and that I think they need to do honestly. Yeah, I think I think it's just easy with the venom. I mean, the venom is a an example of you know them essentially tapping into messing with the scrolls because those are essentially scrolls, right? Yeah. So no, they are. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, they need to do it for the rest of the scroll. Also, types, for sure. Frosty, you know you're yeah. offline in Discord again, by the way. Oh, sorry. Thanks for reminding me. I but was yeah, wondering. More... I, I was wondering. I was like, man, Frosty is a uh, really, really late getting on today. <laughs> <laughs> um, more more stackable things. Yeah. To yes. your point, is more always stackable a good things. thing for newer players' yeah. experience because inventory management is, if any. My my poor stream. They look at my inventory. They're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> so there's a debate going on in chat. I'm a veteran. I I don't think you need thirty plus maids. Like I, I even even before like I get I don't know. It's with the scrolls. It always kind of sucked because you have to just turn them into the scrolls, and then you have seven days to do them. But right. yeah, um, some of the spots where you get that many scrolls, like history and yeah. Katuga and stuff, weren't really that popular until recently and then back in the old days you just weren't getting nearly as many 
So I, I sure. like yeah. it definitely it should they should just do it with all of the scrolls. I completely agree. It's not impossible to survive without having a bunch of maids though. Because uh No. Like but Bloom, it's Bloom it's extremely inconvenient. It is. It's extremely it is. inconvenient. Yes, and I think at, you get better at, new player retention if you if you make things more convenient instead of saying bust out your wallet to make it more convenient. Right. For sure. And I think that's what Pearl Abyss is realizing is that they've added so many pay for convenience things, and it's like as veteran players we're kind of <sighs> have Stockholm syndrome, and we're like, sure, but as a new player, you're like, okay, well, why can't this just be? Like a thing that yeah. is like fixed in the game. Yeah, agreed. And again, like now someone's like, "Yeah, I don't need the maids because I have max inventory and weight." But like, I always reference like Baron Bloom in this regard because neither of them buy anything. They just don't spend money on the game, and they take long enough breaks that they also don't receive all of the free stuff. And they both got on just fine without buying all that stuff. Oh, absolutely, you can they, make they it. They didn't buy being pets. A completely free to play player. Yeah, they didn't buy pets. They didn't buy maids. They loyalty weight. That's it. Yeah. So I, I now are yes, you, it's are inconvenient you, and it's better. Yeah. I'm not defending that they shouldn't be able to, but the notion that they can't is also false, especially today compared to before. Four years ago, it was you couldn't go to Saucens without having something. Yeah. It was like yeah. you, you needed something. It felt fucking impossible. It was, it was pretty pretty rough. Yeah. I mean, do you remember uh, uh, Day Creeper Frosty? Yeah. Yeah, completely yep. free to play player, never mm -hmm. spent a dime on the game, and was fairly geared and was a. Uh, he's yeah, still I fairly mean, just, geared. He's still. I, he's in. Um, I think he's in. Vertex. More geared than me. <laughs> way, way more geared than you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, come on. Well, he's actually yeah. playing. Just there's a difference. Okay, know? hold on. <laughs> anyway, overall, the the changes were pretty wild. Uh, this week, more impactful than yeah. I thought they were going to be, and. There is this sense that I love, I'm afraid of Calfeon Elvio, which we're about to talk about because uh -oh. right now, yeah. all of these spots are really good and you can go to any one of them and not feel like you're completely wasting your time. Some are more efficient than others, but the margin is a lot smaller. So if you're yeah. comfortable there, or you prefer a spot, it makes sense to just go where you want to go rather than going somewhere where you feel like you have to go to be contested. Yeah. And, it's, and it's it's not just well at least now we have stars and and Sakrea. like now it's 10 12 but, spots that are really really good i'm afraid elvia might take that away but we'll see yeah elvia is going to be good for really can we talk about how i i think personally that it was such a smart move to actually separate grind zones into different essentially categories yeah, of, that's true. Like money making or um, XP gain or cappers. Yeah, or, or... yeah, or, yeah. Exactly. I like because it already was kind of like that, but it was really a player thing rather than a game thing, right? People kind of had yeah. in their mind they were like, "All right, well, you know, Gyphon lower polys and uh, 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 hex the the hex place. What's the uh, fucking hex sanctuary?" Yeah, but this the specific area, what's that called? The the area where the mobs come to destroy the thing and you have to defend it or whatever. Doesn't have a specific name? Anyway, the those are... I'm no, sorry, no, no, no. I missed it. I, I got distracted by Nash saying Kaffers. What what was it? What is the Frosty, you've you've grinded there a million yeah. times. The the Hex Marie where you defend the thing from the skillies that's oh. what is that called? Uh Marie Cave. Does that have a name? 
Is Mar- it just Marie Cave? Marie Cave, yeah, yeah. It's just Marie Cave. Okay. Well, those areas are really good for EXP and SP, right? But that was more of just like a player's noticing it thing and less of a like intentional game design thing, I think. And so now having it actually be like, no, 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 no. Like, this is the place that you want to go for really, really good EXP. No, no, no. This is the place you want to go for good Cafras. This is the place you want to go for like artifact drops, right? I think that's that was really uh, intelligent game design, personally. An added bonus to that, minute. too, is when I first read that, I thought that that was going to be the only thing, which I don't think that many people want to go to a spot that only gives you EXP, but they also made the money better everywhere, too. So it's like oh, absolutely. coupled yeah, with yeah, all of sure. it. Like, look at the look at the potion uh, grind spots. They increased the trash value of those spots by, mm-hmm. like, over double in some cases, I think, so that you can actually make more than 20 million silver an hour grinding for your fucking pot pieces. Yeah, I saw yeah. a sh- I saw 400 and... It was like 460 mil an hour at Shira Ruins or something. <laughs> Which is now, just fucking crazy. Yeah, now is... As nice as all this is, uh, man, inflation is so bad in this game right now. <laughs> and, Honestly, uh, I... I don't necessarily see the problem with it. Well, at least a a lot of these spots are not Elvia that got buffed in this patch, right? There's spots that at least generate items. Items, yeah. Which is look look at it. Look at it this way, Rez. Um, like the biggest problem that BDO has is that probably isn't really acknowledged all that much by the devs or maybe they are acknowledging it now, is that it takes a long time for players to gear up and get to relevant (laughs) gear scores. They've been adding in these systems where it's catch-up mechanics and stuff like that over the last, like, uh, roughly year and a half, two years. And, Mm -hmm. you know, updating all these zones to give a lot more money. You know, yeah, sure, it might look like inflation, but at the same time, that's going to help these players, these newer players get caught up a lot faster so that they can actually enjoy the elements of the game that everyone else is that have been playing. Um, yeah, you know, whether yeah, it's PVP or higher gear score or higher gear zones. So I don't, I don't see it as a bad thing as far as like the, you know, the inflation aspect of it. I think it's just an overall more enjoyable experience that you can go to wherever you want and still not feel like, like Frosty said earlier, like I'm wasting my time being here kind of thing. Like, because right. grinding at these pot piece zones, I feel like I'm wasting my time. But it's not as bad right now because I'm still making decent money to some level. Not obviously near as much as I'd prefer, but I'm not losing money, it feels like. Actually, you know, I, needing the pop temp buff and stuff. I don't want to get too far into the weeds, but is there even, act, like, compared to the week prior, is there any, like, major things that have gone up in price? No, not really. Well, no, I think that but the, excess, the, the pen accessories have, have been like things have been hard. inflated for a long time, mostly because of Elvia, right? Yeah, like everything so, went up, yeah. up a bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so then adding more silver to the game, but I think you do make a good point, Frosty, of like a lot of these locations drop items, and that is what I think has been sorely missing in the marketplace is there's a lot of silver but not a lot of like items because people are just grinding elvia which drops no items so yep yep even though people are getting more trash and therefore more raw silver at these locations they're also getting items which is kind of stabilizing that effect i guess so that's a good point 
Yeah, some people are saying pen accessories went up, but I'm looking and basically none of them have gone up at all since the change. There's some went up a yeah, few weeks before the change, change, but after the yeah. change, nothing. It's either gone down or stayed the same. Like Don earrings randomly before the change went all the way to like they were selling for 140, and then the recent ones are 123. But all the other accessories are fairly normal. Like revived yeah, lunar it, neck at one point was 155, and now it's yeah, max it price 120. Insane. Sitting on buy. Yeah, what was uh? What did you buy your dons for? Your your dons. Well, dude, I bought my first dawn for 71.5 bill, and then my what? second and my second dawn for 120 bill. <laughs> a while See, back. if it was that price, I would have saved out and not bought the ogre right away. Yeah, that was my initial reasoning for going for dons earlier. I was like, dude, I'm not gonna spend 50 bill more for. Or revive lunar deck or 60 bill brothers have the dawn yeah Yeesh. uh just so you know i am going to do an hour at thornwood and i'll let you know how crazy it is right. or if it's bad all right let's talk about calpheon elvia so calpheon elvia they announced some of the loot we still don't know the trash values and a lot of the little things what the crystal drop rates will be if any etc etc but they did announce some of the items that will be dropped from Elvia and the big one that is a cause of controversy across the entire globe um is the god-eyed weapon or godder what are they calling it godder i think it's the godder-eyed weapon godder yeah something like that did, did, did you say they they put the r in the wrong place god yeah. ray it's just the god ray weapon and <laughs> it will drop it's there's going to be material that drops in exclusively in Calpheon Elvia that you're going to use to enhance this. I believe it's not going to use just normal stones. I guess it's going to use this new material. At least that's yeah. kind of how I understood it. But um, it has a whole new enhancement path. So it's basically a pen black star. Once you have one of these at pen, it's a pen black star, but with a purple hue. So instead of red, it's purple. And it actually does. It looks pretty sick. If your class matches with purple, let me see if I could copy. DK would probably be a good example of that, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. D. What other classes have purple? DK Sork. Suck Guardian. Oh, Sork, yeah, Suck Guardian. Right. It'd probably fit with Nova. Yeah. Oh Lake yeah, that's Nova. right. Suck Guardian AOE is uh, purple. I that's also true. think it fits with Suck Hash too. Suck Hash is. I know this sounds so weird, but they actually have a lot of purple in most of their skills Do but they? it's like it, yeah it's like a subtle purple hue on on higher end settings like when you use descent it you see purple shading on the ground when you use the tornadoes uh, you can see purple in the tornadoes interesting. oh yeah oh yeah suck sage too the purple would kind of match suck sage skills but anyway so it has a different look and it has a different upgrade path so essentially you would transfer or convert a tet black star into a plus 15 god eye weapon and then from there, you can enhance it gradually from plus 15 to pry, duo, try, tet, and pen. And then they have different enhancement rates and different uh, at different stacks. And they give you different amount of stats in between. And they require a different amount of cronstones to protect. So, Which I'm, actually, the cronstone amounts aren't really all that expensive. Well, individually, right? So yeah. in, in totality, if you were to enhance, if you are starting from base, 
compared and you're comparing a Tet Black Star to a Pen Black Star versus a Tet Black Star to a Pen God Eye. The God Eye Cronwise on average per attempts, if you actually go through with the whole enhancement process, is much more expensive, like 40 bill more essentially some somewhere between like 40 and 45 bill more worth of enhancement mats over time uh with average luck that could be worse could be better depending on your rng but yeah um so i just want to get that out of the way and before i kind of try to explain it i'm curious your guys opinions on on this what your initial reaction was and how you feel about this before i kind of I mean, try to defend it because res you also said you have something you want to ask about it questions yeah you have questions so now actually you go first and then Rezo, you go with your initial impression and then give me the question all right so initial reaction i mean i think it's actually probably a good thing it goes along the whole line of you know helping newer players get gear relevant to what the veteran players have um i do understand why players are upset that actually enhanced or bought the Pen Black Stars themselves, because they, you know, in their minds, they went through the hard part and earned it. But based on, you know, how the enhancement is going to be, it's a progression style version of it where they incrementally get a little bit more power. So it's not, it's not, it's just an alternative route. I don't really see it at being easier. I mean, as you said, it's probably going to cost around 40 bill more on average yeah with average rng so it's not like it's going to be you know like a lot of players initially are like oh my my pen black star was a waste of time that's i don't think that's the case i think they'll find that players that are going this route ultimately are struggling to finish it and they'll probably stop at tet a lot of the time for quite a while i think that's what a common thing will end up being so i think it's fine i think it kind of leads towards what they're doing and trying to make things easier on newer players um, and even some of the veteran players that are still behind, like, I mean, arguably myself, um, still catching up. I'm not hella far behind, but, you know, I'll probably make use of this on my main hand. Mm. So. Rez, your thoughts? It, it's, yeah, it's controversial, though. Um, so, okay. So I think it's fine. Uh, I'm just confused because they they say that, like, Okay, so black star enhancing to pen is really hard, right? They yeah. said this in the video. They're like, black star pen enhancing is really, really hard. It's not for the faint of heart. Like, yada, 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 this, that, and the other. So their solution to this is to implement a system in which you have to enhance slightly less difficult rates multiple times. Until the last rate. That's actually more difficult. Until the last rate, which is more difficult. Hmm. And I'm wondering how this is a solution to that problem. Well, they said... Now, I think, they, I think yeah, the item what, power... Hold on, real quick, real quick, real quick, because you're, you're, you left out half the quote. They also said that this isn't going to be easy to enhance to pen. They were right. very clear about that. That this enhancement process is not going to be easy to get it to pen. That is in the video. I, I just... I, I'm wondering what their idea of putting it in the game is though then because right, so can i try my, to explain my thing 
my thinking is because I saw I think you and some other people on Reddit saying like the smart thing to do is to get it to try and let it mm. sit. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that makes like a lot of sense to me. Yeah. But I don't think that's what the developers I think you should do. Hundred percent think that is exactly what they want you to do. That is the whole yeah. point of this weapon system. So everyone keeps looking at the reason why I think people are upset. Well, there's like four or five reasons people are upset. One, the obvious one is people are just irrational and if it doesn't benefit them immediately, they're just gonna be inherently pissed. So for example, there are veterans that looked at this similar to the, the guaranteed pen crescent and thought, oh, once I get this, if it's super cheap and easy, I could just sell mine, I'll have a hundred bill left over and still have this cool weapon. But you can't do that because this is really hard to enhance so that there's no benefit there. In fact, you would just be screwing yourself over it. The other thing, the other reason I think people are upset is because when the initial video came out, people thought this was a guaranteed item, similar to Jatina yeah, Quest wasn't. stuff, which was not the case. And yeah. then lastly, I think the problem is, is everyone keeps comparing the pen item to pen Blackstar, but new players are not going for pen Blackstar. Pen Blackstar is not a new player item. So that's problem number one with the whole like, well, this doesn't help new players get a pen Blackstar. Pen Blackstar is not a new player item. Most people no. don't even have a Tet Blackstar uh, to long, long after Tuvala is done. And then they'll get a Tet Blackstar or a Pen Weapon and Kafras at a couple levels to try to hit a bracket. This is, that's, this is for that's people probably... that are... Probably... Yeah, this is for people that already have a Tet Blackstar or a Zarka at like C3 or C5. It's not for a brand new player. That, yeah, the J-Hammers are for new players. This is not... Not for brand new players. This is for the people that are trying to bridge the gap between or stomach the idea of going for something higher than what they have. But the idea of going for a pen black star is like, fuck that. That's so expensive. There's no way I can save a yeah. hundred bill. <laughs> There's no way I'm going to be able to get 3,600 crons, which by the way, now costs around five bill to do, even if you get all the crons exclusively with costumes. So what, what you do and res, this is, the funny thing about this is we've like totally flip-flopped because you were totally okay with the obsidian stuff, which was a total and complete dead end, where this is not because A, it gives you a path to go all the way if you want to down the road, but it also gives you an out because every level of these is sellable. You can get rid of it and sell it on the marketplace at any of the enhancement levels. So if you end up changing your mind on it or you want or like, you know, I'm just going to save up and buy a pen black star and I'll sell this to help me get there. You can also do that. But here's the thing. It's not it, it's not going from tet to pen that people that this item is for. It's for people that are going to get it to try and leave it at try for a long time and then maybe down the road get it to tet. Even if you get it to tet. So if you compare the Tet version of this item compared to a, a Tet Blackstar with the same math that the guy posted on Reddit, I, I think someone broke down. It's essentially like comparing, instead of comparing the 140 build to get that last level, because it's really fucking hard to get that last level. Uh, if you compare it just at Tet, you save uh, on average, if you were to get it in an average amount, like 35 bill compared to going for a pen Blackstar. And your stats are really, really close. You still gain yeah. 5 AP. You still gain 5 AP. You still gain 9 accuracy. You gain, let's see, let me add this up. 4, 5, 6, 7, um, 8, 9. You still gain 9 monster AP. So your sheet AP goes up 
your accuracy goes up, your monster AP goes up, and then I think people are just going to chill there for a, yep. a really, really, really long time, if not just forever. This is not for the people that can play 10 hours a day and snipe costumes all day and all, all that. It's more for, hey, do you want something between what a Tet Black Star is and a Pen Black Star is? Because here's a way to get it relatively easily. And I also think people will overstack a lot of these to be higher than the rates that you see. I doubt people will go for it on uh, low stacks if it means they're going to fail a lot. So to me, that that's all it is, is, is similar to what Obsidian was supposed to be, except it doesn't give you a hard and fast dead end with no way out, no way to recuperate any of the costs that you invested. Mm. That's no, kind of that that my is... thing. I do agree that this is a better version, essentially, of Obsidian. Um, but I, I just don't... I think where I disagree is you think that that's very intentional. I'm not so sure that's the case. I think that that's another thing where the players are realizing the essentially hidden potential of something that the devs did. Mm -hmm. Which is a very, like consistent thing that happens in this game let's be honest i mean i i think i think the devs intended this yeah i don't see how you could say that i mean even the first two levels don't even cost cronstones and they don't downgrade only going for tries where you downgrade and then it's a lot more minimal cost essentially going for a try on this is not too much different than just going for a tet black star so if these the people that were able to get a tet black star if you stop at try you gain four sheet AP, you gain three sheet accuracy, you gain five monster AP. Uh, for a lot of people, that's that's pretty big. I'm looking at the the main hand weapon. That for a lot of people, that's pretty big. I guess it's identical for all of them. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. I think every level is identical, except for the the awakening one gives you all species damage at a certain point. So yeah, it it's. I lost my train of thought because I was trying to see if these two, but basically, uh, I think people are, I basically, because it doesn't cost crons for the first two levels and it's minimal crons for the third. I, I think that's the whole purpose of this item versus going yeah. straight up to pen. Yes. It's definitely worse. It's definitely less efficient to go straight to pen. But if you look at it in a, so for example, I went for tech crescent or uh, pen crescent rings when I first was like, man, I need pen accessories. My first pen accessories were pen crescent rings. I don't know why I don't see the same vitriol towards the pen crescents compared to something like this because it's also a total waste of my money and I eventually am going to have to get rid of it for a better item. And this kind of is that same middle ground. I'm not ready for a pen black star. I'm, but I still want more stats on what I have. So can I upgrade this? And then there's also the option of, well, you could just go Zarka or Dandy and Kafra's that. And that is true. And 100%, you should do that even instead of going for a pen black star. But if you only really care about the PVE aspect, then this is still a better option because this buffs your PVE in ways that the uh, Zarka or Dandy do not. If that makes any sense. So, uh, yeah, 4 AP is typically going to guarantee you get into another bracket. So, 
for a lot oh, of people, always, I think it right? makes sense. Yeah, always. Brackets are always well, 4 until, until you're like 309, then it's 7 AP each after that. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's kind of how... Scale up. That's kind of how I see it. Should they tweak the end so it's closer to what a pen black star is? Probably, honestly. I, I think they should. They should probably tweak the tet and the pen slightly so it is closer to the same cost amount as enhancing a pen black star. But for one through three, I actually think this is a really cool deal. And for me personally, I would do it if I didn't already have a pen. Because the idea of a pen black star is crazy. Like uh, here, I'll get, I'll give an example. If they, if they had a system similar to this for like an ogre, where I didn't have to completely jump from ogre to debo, which is daunting as fuck for me, and I'm just not gonna do it. If I could get something in between an ogre and a debo for, I don't know, a, a hundred bill or a few hundred bill worth of enhancing, I might do that versus going for a debo where I don't want to have to grind ash forest and grind etc etc etc. You know. At least that's how I see it. So, it doesn't help veterans that already have Pen Black Star. It doesn't help brand new players because new player, brand new players don't already have a Tet Black Star and aren't going for Pen Black Star. It's helping the people somewhere in the middle where they just want to see an incremental upgrade without investing their entire lives into it. Uh, the big thing I'm curious about, and yeah, a lot of people are pointing out they're they're raising the the max value of Pen Blackstar in the marketplace, so Pen Blackstar is going to cost my more. life. Yeah, so you're fucked. Which means all until that happens, probably no one. It's going to be very rare you see a Pen no Blackstar listed. Sell it. Yeah, no one's going to yeah. sell it knowing they're. And going by the up. time I was able to grind out a hundred bill, probably the price is going to be increased already. So it's pointless. Yeah. What What is your AP with Kudumras? Uh, with Kudum right now, 281, 282. So, would going for a try or a Tet version of this be out of the question for you, where you feel you're at? No, uh, no. That's why I said that's probably what I'm going to do, is right now I'm just going to focus on Kafrasing my armors a little bit, um, get some more DP for Nodor specifically, and then whenever Kafion Elvia comes out, probably get the try version of that weapon, and then from there, probably work on uh, getting that necklace that I want. This is what I'm currently thinking is my objectives. Yeah. And Ashley, you also said you're probably going to go for this, right? Instead of saving up for a pen black star? Probably. So what levels would you both stop at? Based on the rates probably, and stuff? Probably try to. Try. I hate enhancing, so... <laughs> get, get my try and call her there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. They also said they're going to add an item that lets you swap from purple to red if you prefer the color of the purple. So you won't have to enhance a new one. If you're like, man, but I just want the purple, you're not going to have to enhance a new one up. Using mats from Calfion Elvia, yeah. I wonder if you can just change them, in, like, can you change from purple to red as well? Yeah, I believe so. Here, wait, let me find the, the quote. Um, oh, God, where was it? Let me see. It was somewhere in the patch note. Um, 
Do, 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 do. I don't remember. It's after the gif? Oh, okay, let me see. Oh yeah. Considering the taste of the weapon's appearance and effect, the the pen black star weapon and the pen god eyed weapon will consume a material in the future to make them switchable. Both sides. So you can go either way. If you have the purple and you prefer the red, you can swap it. But I think it has to be in order to do the swap, you have to have a pen version, because that's what they show in this demo. Yeah. I mean that's cool to give that option. If you want a yeah. certain look, you know. I'll probably swap to purple just because it's different and that's it. Really? <laughs> probably. Yeah, but then even though I don't think I'd like it. Everyone else is gonna do purple. Yeah, everyone else so is it, everyone's I gonna have purple. If they came out at the same time, I'd probably go for red, but just because this one's new, I'm like, mm. Let's check out the purple one. I already have purple glowing weapons, so I'm not too you know, it's whatever. I already have it. I'm also really curious what these sell for at each level. How much is a duo going to sell for or try? That's the other thing too. Like, okay, so let's say you get it to try, Rezlar, right? Let's say you get this weapon to try and then you start grinding. A year goes by and you're like, dude, I kind of want to get those last four AP. I need a pen black star mm -hmm. or whatever the difference is. Now at that time you can save up and instead of having to save whatever it's going to be, 130 bill for the weapon, well, I don't know what the price increase is going to, but let, let's just say for sake of example, it's 130 bill. Now you only have to save 80 or 90 bill and then you can sell your try version of this weapon to make the difference and then buy it off the marketplace. Like you're not sure. come yeah. totally screwed. That's the thing that I hated so much about the Obsidian system is that you have to work for all those materials and get all that stuff and then... They're just when you yoink them out. How did he see me through my frontal guard? I don't know. That's a very good question. <laughs> yeah, that's a great question, Rez. We, or, <laughs> actually, we wouldn't know. We wouldn't. <laughs> we wouldn't know that. That's not. Forgot the title of the mute. No, she got CC'd IRL right there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think being able to sell it and and swap down the road is cool. And the thing that I hate about Obsidian, not only can you not sell it with the upgrades in in the armor. But if you extract them, don't you get like one one millionth of the value back? No, 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 no. Well, okay, yes and no. So what you get when you extract it is you get the obsidian piece back. Now, that obsidian piece, as far as I'm aware, unless something has changed, can't be broken down back into the materials. Um, but, I mean, you do have it. Maybe one day they'll make it to where you can break it back down into the materials or just sell it at a vendor for an equivalent exchange amount. Um, but, yeah, no, you, you just get the obsidian piece back so that you can put it back into another piece of gear at a later point if you want to. So I have two obsidian pieces just sitting in my storage, basically. Yeah. That's... <laughs> that is so weird to me. I actually yeah, can't no, believe they have it. It is very bizarre, and one of the things that I was hoping they would do with Calfion Elvia is expand on the Obsidian uh, system, but obviously they haven't, and so now it's like, alright, is this just another, like, dead system then? Like, what, I don't... What is the... What is the purpose of it, right? Just a, yeah. more silver, more raw silver, I guess? I don't know. It sucks. I was kind of hoping they would do some more stuff with Obsidian, 
Uh, but obviously they haven't, or at least they didn't say they did. So, the, what what is the value? I forget. I feel like it's been mapped out. What is it to get to level four on each piece? Is like four billion silver, right? If you grind it out, the the uh, raw silver of the materials you need. Fuck, man. I think it was even higher than that. But honestly, I don't remember. It's been so long since I like paid attention to that stuff. Like if if they let you just vendor that item for half that value would have been huge. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. Like at this point, I'm not sure if they have no plans to do anything with Obsidian. They definitely need to at least let you like vendor it for some for some money back or break it back down into its components or something along those lines. Um I don't know. I guess until they decide what to do with that whole system, they're just going to sit in my storage. I mean, it's not like they take up much space, so. Yeah. Um, I do want to talk about the Penn Blackstar price a little bit because so I a lot of people are like, well, this makes it harder for new players to get a Penn Blackstar uh, if the silver price goes up, which is true in North America, but not necessarily true everywhere else. And I know no one really cares about other regions. But in a lot of other regions, some of these weapons just don't sell, ever. They either never sell or very rarely sell, in particular the Awakening weapon. A ask anyone that mains uh, or plays in EU how easy it is to buy an Awakening Black Star weapon. It, it is, I mean, you're, you're talking about gambling against 20, 30, 40 bids every maybe once a week, if you're lucky. Yeah. So, yeah. If you're playing on a, a dead server, it definitely I could see why this would be beneficial for sure. <laughs> Shut up. If you, <laughs> it's not a dead server. They just have no crons. They're dead with no crons. All right. Oh, uh, they're poor. I see. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. For people that have a Tet Black Star, it's just kind of now. You, now you get to actually just get an upgrade. There was always this vibe too. It sucks because these are Pen Blackstar or Blackstar in general is a PVE buff, right? It's not a PvP buff. Yeah. It never has been. In fact, at, at Pen compared to a C20 weapon, it's slightly worse because you get less species damage. But in PvE, it's an upgrade. And the thing that's always sucked about Tet Blackstar is because Pen Blackstar is so hard to get. When you have a Tet Blackstar, usually my recommendation for people that are like, well, I have two Tet Blackstars, but I'm stuck at 284 bracket, what should I do? It's like, well, you probably should get rid of the Black Star in, if you play Succession, get rid of the main hand Black Star so you can Caffrest that up to C9 or C15 and actually get brackets. But now, this is an option where they can get an additional 4 AP and not have to give up the monster AP. Mm -hmm. Which is also pretty cool. And I, I really do think that people will sit on it for a long time. And then the value of the then the value difference doesn't matter nearly as much. If because you get value out of the item. It's almost like uh it's kind of the way people think or the different mindsets of thinking when buying a house to just to use an analogy. It's like some people buy the house just for the equity that it's going to build them over time. And then some people buy the house, it potentially gains equity, but also you're just living in that house. I think that's the difference that people don't see with this version of the weapon. 
Because people are going to be living at Duo, Tri, and Tet. Honestly, a lot of them probably for the remainder of their days playing the game. I, I definitely could see someone getting this thing to Tri or yeah. Tet, playing for a year and a half, and then playing, you know, moving on to a different game down the road, never having going, never having gone for a Pen Black Star. Yeah, and moving on to Arcage Unbundled. I mean, ultimately, that's. <laughs> I don't. I don't foresee myself hitting this thing to pen, but yeah, it was like getting the tet is realistic and it's close enough. And like, especially because I play awakening. Like, ultimately, I don't really need a massive amount of pre awaken AP in order to be effective. It does help, obviously. A little bit of that AP does go towards the awakening damage, but as long as it's close enough, I think that'll be plenty, plenty fine. Yeah. Um, so try get someone's asking how what does it compare to uh, in Kafras in terms of Kafras. So it's uh, plus one AP. So remember, a base black star is equal to a C one dandy, right? Like it just has one more AP than a base dandy, and I believe C one gives you one AP. So yeah, try. I think try would wouldn't try be equal to C nine at that point? Nine. I think either nine or eleven. I be forget because you gain four. Somebody posted the equivalent somewhere. I don't remember if it was on Reddit. Yeah, I was, I was actually curious but... about that. What is, what is uh, Tet equal out to? I think Tet was like, I want to say like 13 or 15 or something like that. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Yeah. And you have the benefit of the monster AP, so it's, you know, it's really good. Oh, uh, Tet is C13, supposedly, from someone in chat. Tet is C equal to C13. Tri is equal to C9. Okay. So, yeah. If C13 you just leave it at Tri, it's like having a, a C9 pen dandy, which is, or C9 pen main hand, whatever, which is pretty yeah, good. That's plenty. That's plenty fine. If you get the Tet, then even better. I mean, ultimately, it's the monster AP you're going to be utilizing it for. And right. if it's not your main damage dealing um, weapon, as far as like what kit you're in, if you're awakening, or you know, if you happen to build up the awakening one in your succession base, like it's fine. It doesn't need to be maxed out. It's like super, super, super in-game last last item type shit. It's not necessary. Yeah. And the other thing too much... is when you compare it to a Zark or a Dandy, because a lot of people are like, well, why wouldn't you just capture up Zark or Dandy? It's way cheaper. Uh, Monster damage. Yeah. The thing is, is just a base Black Star. If I remember off the top of my head is 14 more AP, a base type black star, and then more monster AP. And then this gives you an additional two, uh, it gives you an additional five at level three at try, and then another four on top of that, so nine. Uh, yeah. So at at having a try one of these is 19 more monster AP than an equivalent dandy. And having yeah, it at that is 23 more monster AP compared to equivalent yeah. dandy. And the reason why people that opt out of doing Black Stars entirely and just focus on Zarka is because they want the accuracy for PvP. That's it. Yeah, if you're going to get it all the way to C20, then the accuracy becomes important. But even still, it's not like you don't get any. Like if you have this thing at Tet, you gain, let's see, three, four, five, um, six accuracy. So you still have about yeah. half of what a C20 accuracy would be. And then on the last level, you get an additional which is, six. Which is fine.
Yeah, and then the species damage for the awakening weapon, the species damage comes at Tet and Pen. You get one more at Tet, one more at Pen. So, I, I don't know. Overall, I actually think this is pretty cool, and I don't think it's going to be that hard to get it to try. Um, it'll probably be roughly similar to getting a, a Tet Black Star. Getting it to try. More or less. Also, yeah. you, you only have to cron the try. You don't even have to use crons. It won't downgrade to 15. It won't downgrade to pry. Yep. It'll... Wait. Or when... If sorry. Fail, if it you won't fail downgrade try the base. Attempt, it, it will down. Yeah. 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 If you fail yeah. try, it'll downgrade. If you fail prior do, it does not. Correct. Yeah. Which is perfectly fine, honestly. That's fair. You don't have to buy crons. You could just fucking tap your way into try eventually. And then, you know, you save all your crowns for the Tet attempts. And then once you're at Tet, that's fine. You don't have to do it anymore. You can leave it at that. Just becomes infinitely more expensive. Yeah. Wait. Do you... That's... I mean, I'm going to be doing it, so... Obviously, depending on how difficult it is to get the materials. I assume I'll yeah. be able to grind there with my gear. <laughs> we'll find out. Yeah, well, some of the spots, I, you, you'd have to go through the notes, but some of the spots are lower level. So a lot of yeah. people are like, well, what the hell? Who is this for? All these spots are 700 gear score plus spots, but like three of them aren't. I, I think one or two of them are 270 AP, which is fairly low and only like 340 DP. Only a couple of them are really high end. I think two of them are super high end, like 290 and 300, but the rest are lower. Yeah, 270, 280, 300, and 310 AP spots. So there's kind of something for everyone there in terms of at least middle tier. The people that would actually want to upgrade from a Tet Black Star are probably going to be able to grind at least some of the spots. Uh, so overall, I, I'm actually curious, do you think, and Rez, uh, not to keep harping on this, but you were an Obsidian abuser. Do you think mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. they should change the Obsidian system to be like this or closer to this or give it some sort of path because i always thought uh, it was weird that the obsidian thing doesn't it, make enhancing easier to the next level but then yeah, you also end up no. with a pen black star which is also still a dead end didn't didn't they say in the video that they, they they are thinking about this idea for armors in the future too i don't know maybe they did maybe I I, maybe i'm I just remember that. making shit up but i thought i thought i heard something like that yeah, I mean, I think that this system is better than the Obsidian system, for sure. I think a lot of systems are better than the current Obsidian system. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if they want to change Obsidian to kind of mirror this system, I think that'd probably be fine. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I also think literally anything would be fine, because the current Obsidian system is just no bueno, unfortunately. Yeah. Also, even if they did change it, you still end up with a pen black star that you have to upgrade to a fallen god. It's like a, it's just a weirder thing because we don't have fallen god weapons, right. so it changes the equation a little bit. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Either way, I I kind of like this. For they need to add this for the offhand too. By the way, oh, I'm if, sure they will. If for nothing else, at least for the color scheme, someone's pointing out, well, that's great. I get my awakening weapon, my main hand purple, and then I'm going to have a red offhand. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they'll add it eventually. 
Although the offhand one's probably way harder because the stat difference between that and pen is not there's not as much stats you can add in between. Yeah, the, the offhand is not as valuable to do this for, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Alright, moving on. That's the the controversial Black Star thing. Just through and through, if you're going directly to pen on it, it is definitely less efficient than going for a pen black star. Um or just buying a pen black star. Well, I again, I don't know what the pen black star price is going to be. So I guess you could argue can't they're wait. similar once the pen black star I, price changes. I can't wait to see all the comments on this one. I actually was curious, Rez, your thoughts on uh, them announcing, uh, both of you, them announcing that they're changing pen black star price so it affects the market before it actually comes to the market. Do you think that they should just release it and not say anything or should they announce it ahead of time? I think they kind of had to because they knew they were going to piss off a lot of veteran players. Uh, I, mean, I think, I mean, I think I'm pissed off as someone who <laughs> was saving up to buy a pen black star. That was my <laughs> current plan. And yeah, now this is, this is overall a cheaper option, you know, like it is not, uh, I have, uh, I no. Just no. The answer is no. It, it's just not. If you which one enhance... were you going for? Were you going for main hand or awakening? Uh, main hand. Do you not recall my enhancing RNG? Do I need to remind you of my luck with enhancing in this fucking game? Yeah, I mean, your I enhancing have... is pretty cool. My enhancing in this game is dog shit. I can overstack a, a fucking bajillion. I can fucking do everything I possibly can to increase my odds. This game will not give it to me. The The idea that you can upgrade this thing to pin and it be maybe slightly cheaper than post-price change Blackstar is just not, not a thing for me. It's not an option. Yeah. So... Basically, what this comes down to is what this change means for me as someone whose enhancement RNG is probably the worst in the game. Uh, I get try because I can get try. You just cron it. It's not not a big deal. Hmm. And then I save up now a hundred and probably 50 billion silver instead of just a hundred to get the fucking pin black star. My guess. So oh, I mean. Arguably, arguably now. As as a buyer, as a buyer, I'm annoyed that they made the announcement before actually like putting the change in, because now there's absolutely no shot that like I'm gonna be able to buy it because nobody's gonna be selling them. Probably by the time I save up the money, it'll be too late anyways. In all honesty, but as a seller, I'm annoyed, or rather. If you, yeah, if, if I seller, was a seller, okay I would, it. I would be very happy about it. Yeah. Or you'd be, yeah, you'd end up being more annoyed if it, if you sold it and they didn't and say then, anything. And then the next day yep. it's like, by the way. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I, I'm actually curious where it sits at. I think if they made the market price 150, if that was the cap, whatever the cap ends up being, I still think it'd probably hover around one. 30 ish so? yeah i think they'd sit on buy around 130 because you have to you have to if it's comparable to the cost like somewhat 
Because most of the pen accessories sit kind of close to their value. And when they don't, people enhance them for profit, right? Or they just don't enhance them at all. You, you're better off buying. So it'll probably sit somewhere between 120 and 140, I think. Maybe yeah. Awakening more because few have been made. Well, yeah, probably. I don't think it's going to stop at 150, though, do you? I feel like it'd be higher than that. I don't think it'll be higher than that because it doesn't even cost that much to make it on average for people. And plus all the random hammer people that exist, like those ones just get passed around. Uh, yeah, that's true. I guess we'll see. I, yeah, it's going to be ultimately dependent on the hammer, how, how often they're going to be bringing in the J hammers. Yeah. Honestly, I might just say fuck this weapon and Black Star and just Kafra's weapons. Yeah, that's an option. If you care more about PvP, that's the cheapest option. Uh, Alright, so Elvia's well, well, yeah. I, I was going to say, you, the thing is in, in this game, unless you're a life skiller, you kind of have to care about PvE because it's the only way to make fucking money. Oh, dude, RBF's like 10 mil. And unfortunately, also in that video, I don't know if you guys caught this, also in that video when they talked about Arena Solaire, uh, does not sound like we are getting per-match rewards to me. Nope, it does not. It does so, not sound like that. You are not going to make money doing Arena Solaire. Very fun. Definitely what we need. More PvP that doesn't reward you. That's really unfortunate. It, it is kind of unfortunate. I don't know what they said. They said they were considering a daily. I well, let, yeah. let's talk about the after because I, I want to black, black daily online. I want to do What's a whole that? section uh, on that. But let, let's finish through the LVA loot stuff real quick. Um, we kind of knew that they would add cups for the earring. Yep. And they did add a single cup, an AP cup, which is kind of surprising to me that they didn't also do a, an alternative option like they did with the other one. So they added a. You can get this yellow cup. It requires some of the existing mats and some stuff from the new... I, I imagine from the new spot? I don't know. I don't actually know what the translation is. I haven't looked at it. But it gives you three AP. Earring cup that gives you three hidden AP. Uh, so if you have two of those, you get six additional AP. Yeah, hidden. Because yeah. you guys you guys in our group oh, chat all existing were like... Mats. Okay. You guys in our group chat were like, oh yeah, the, the DP, which we'll talk about in a second, is a sheet. And then you're like, yeah, and you get three AP per earring. And I was like, wait, is that also sheet? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I, I was terrified for a second. I was like, you're telling me these super geared motherfuckers are about to get six sheet AP for nothing. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. They're also increasing the, the cups market price cap to two bill for all the cups. Which is pretty cool because their demand is about to go way up. Um, all right, so then they also added another cup, sinking soul frag. I don't know if they're calling this one a cup. Actually, I don't know. Probably. If yeah, but sinking soul fragment, which you can throw into an alchemy stone. Uh, the list of alchemy stones are um, destruction guardian of yellow grade or higher, sharp grade or higher, and Vel's heart, Con's heart. And what this upgrade does is it gives you two sheet DP, two damage reduction, 
1% monster damage reduction, and all resists plus 2%. I'm not happy about the resist part, but everything else is pretty cool. Yeah. A couple more DR more resist and stuff. is kind of irritating, but... And the two sheet DP is pretty huge. So my build before I swapped to evasion, I would have had to get a Tet Fallen God to hit 401, and now I, I wouldn't have had to. I could hit 401 without a Tet Fallen God and just two Tri Fallen Gods. So there's that. Uh, any Any thoughts on the cups? Uh, I wish there was more variety, but other than that, I think the cups are ultimately fine. I mean, we expected they would come up with them eventually, right? So yeah, yeah. Hopefully, they add a blue cup down the road that just gives DR or something for the earring. Yeah, I'm actually like the the Vel cup kind of surprised me. I didn't anticipate them doing that. Mm -hmm. I expected that to be like a defensive cup for earrings. Does this mean we'll absolutely never get the um, con heart upgrade thing into Vel's heart? You guys remember <laughs> right. that? Yeah. I guess that's forever gone. Uh, yeah, what happened with that thing? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was a garbage system. So, like, I guess maybe they thought it's no good, but... Because yeah. that was the one where it was completely RNG on which one you yeah. get, right? Yeah, you could literally get... Not only were the, the secondary stats, which was like down attack damage 2% and blah, blah, blah. Not only were those RNG, but also the sheet DP or the sheet AP was RNG. So you could suicide a con's heart and end up getting zero sheet AP. Or you could get RNG carried, suicide a con's heart and get three AP on your bell's heart. Yeah, because also there wasn't... You couldn't like redo it. It was like, once it's done, that's just what it is now, right? I can't remember. I, I actually think you, you were able to redo it multiple times. But then, oh, really? You but were? then you'd have to sit there and keep getting cons hearts. And I don't know if you remember that content, but that is something I never want to do in my that life. That is enthralling content, Frosty. I don't know what you're talking about. They've since added more ways to get cons heart, but yeah, cons heart is... Outside of life skilling, it's kind of weird. I don't, do life skillers even still use Contar? I'm out of loop on life skill stuff. Uh, oh god. Someone said content. K H A N. Content, yeah. Um, they added an item. This is similar to Jade's Forest, the upgrade to Spirit Perfume, but they add an item to upgrade Frenzy Drafts so you can get five more monster AP on your Frenzy Drafts. Neat. Mm hmm. Um,. And then that that's kind of it. They haven't showed the trash loot or the money. There's no... The item drop table on Global Labs isn't changed. When I went and actually killed mobs, they still don't have values on the items. It's still just 100 silver. So not sure how much money these places... No, no, no. That be. is updated. It's just 100 uh, it's silver. It's just 100 silver? Hell yeah. <laughs> You're there just They, they the didn't want to repeat Serendia Elvia, so all the trash is worth just 100 silver this time. Yeah. <laughs> And it only drops black stones and then these materials, and that's it. Yep, exactly. Uh, I did... No, never mind. Yeah, I I'm excited for these five spots. It's, but hopefully the money is 
right around the same as the spots that we already have and then maybe the two high-end spots could be you know similar to what Gaifin underground is um because again like i said earlier i, I like the variety i like going over to any grind spot i want not feeling like uh man i'm making 300 mil less than whatever at the spot and i hate this spot like oh, i don't know why i don't like orcs i've like not liked orcs since the beginning of orcs i just don't have that much fun there i think it's a combination of the filters that awful green puke filter and also i don't even know what else it is i, I can't even oh that the, the mobs don't group up there's something satisfied about mobs being all stacked on top of each other and then you deleting them right it's just like it always feels like you're killing one mob at a time or two mobs at a time there that's just not satisfying to me Uh, Alright, so they added Leanna's gathering tool bag. This is actually incredibly cool. All of your all of your gathering tools go in this bag and you just equip the bag into that life skill slot and they made a nice little neat UI for when you go gather since, you know, there's sapping and um, Dude. <laughs> tanning. When and, I yeah was watching that video and he said oh so which one prioritizes well we were, we were thinking about systems and one system we thought was like oh what would be at the top of your bag and literally out loud i was like oh that sounds fucking awful and then they were <laughs> yeah. like and we decided this was inconvenient i was like oh thank god yeah so now it's just a wheel you can scroll with your mouse wheel or press like f5 or there's some F key that lets you swap between it. F5. And, it yeah. F5, yeah. And it'll just stay just on that option. Scroll wheel. Yeah. And it'll just stay on that option until you want to change it. So every time you gather, it'll just do that version of gathering. Which is really nice. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't life skill, but that seems like a huge uh, QOL thing for life skillers. Yeah. And they said, they also said that originally they were like thinking about they essentially admitted that they were going to make it like pay for convenience, I think. Cause they were like, we thought about making you pay to like upgrade it or something, but we decided not to do that. We just made it a quest reward. Yep. They also changed the UI for acquiring the tent buffs, the shop ones, which is really nice. Yeah. It looks really cool. It's fancy. It definitely looks a lot more clear than what we have now. For sure. Yeah, scrolling through that nasty list. Yeah. I mean, not that what we have now is complicated, but this just, it looks a lot cleaner having it like grouped together like this. Yeah. The tent, yeah. It, yeah, it's, it's cool. This is a cool change. Uh, I think that was it for the major stuff here. And then the other stuff was in the... Well, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Yeah. You, we didn't bring up the... You didn't bring up the, the, King's, the King's Key quest. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the King's Key quest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, hey, that's major content. <laughs> yeah, the King's Key, key <laughs> for those who don't know, when you finish the... I think it was the Awakening quest line, right? Pretty I sure. believe, yeah. Yeah, when you finish the was. Awakening quest line, you get this quest item that's a key that everyone was like, oh, man. You know what was funny? One of the theories at the time was that it's probably going to unlock more abilities because her kit felt so small. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to be a quest line to get her new awaken skill. It's like, yeah, nope, nope. Uh, anyway, so they finally added a quest line to this key. Once you finish it, you get furniture. 
I wish I could make Rejoice. that sound more exciting, but that is... Rejoice Nova Mains. You don't get skills, you get furniture. Yeah. I, um, they got an iframe. They're fine. They did get an iframe. So I wanted to show you guys this. That I, I'm going to go back to last week because we missed last week's um, podcast. But I wanted to show you guys this chart, by the way, which was a uh, sweet, sweet vindication for me. So they they made a few UI changes in last week's Global Labs. And one of them is this chart where you'll be able to see the attack, cast, move, crit rate, uh, stats that you actually get for each level. Right. And it was sweet vindication for me is because everyone says the critical hit rate at level five was 20%. And I was like, yeah, but the data mines that Blue had years ago said it stops at 18%. And everyone just thought that that was stupid. And I was like, I mean, it is weird, but that's what the data mine said, you know? It's 18% for crit? Yeah, so crit is 18% yeah. when it's level 5. So it goes 5%, 9%, 12%, 15 and 18. Uh, move. That's weird. I always thought it was 20. Yeah, every, a lot of people did. Um, attack speed is 20%, which is fucking huge, by the way. Yeah. It's actually fucking so crazy. Movement speed also 20%. Uh, the fishing time decrease is 50% of level five. Gathering uh, time decrease by 75. And luck is 12.5% drop rate. Yeah. Yeah, so. That's interesting. I didn't know that it was only 18%. Good to know. Because, I mean, ultimately you could be planning your, your build around that. If you're two percent yeah. crit off, I mean, ultimately that's not a lot at all. But you know what's interesting I mean, though, it so you know the spirit perfumes. Like a lot of people grind with frenzy, which doesn't give five crit. So people use spirit perfumes, and spirit perfume with the upgrade from Jade makes it so it has five more AP, which is nice. But essentially, the spirit perfume is giving you nine percent crit rate because I think. If you don't have any crit rate buffs or anything, just with your normal plain items, at least the way I run around, unless you use often or a glove crystal or something, I believe you only have level two crit. So it's kind of interesting to from, think if from Zarka or in Black yeah, Star. if you're running if you're running Zarka or Black Star. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Um, anyway, so those stats are there. The other change is this one, which they don't show. Uh, here, let me delete these, clear up the this for you guys. But they don't show a GIF of it, but I went and tested it. It was pointed out to me that night of the Global Labs when it came out last week. So this option lets you hide your name in game, but leave your health bar above your head, even with your name hidden the little health bar, which is really, really fucking cool. Yeah. So now whether you're in RBF, outside of RBF, whatever you're doing, you can hide your nameplate if you don't want to see your nameplate, but still have your little mini health and mana bar above your head, which is yeah, really, which really is... cool. Cause a lot of people play yeah. with their nameplate hidden and then you go into RBF and you have to swap it to that option that lets you see your points or your kills. And now you don't ever have to do that. 
or a lot of people, I think myself included, would like to play with the nameplate off, but I use the the health and mana bar above my character more so than I do the one at the the bottom of my screen. I'm using mm-hmm. the old UI, not the new one. Um, I I use that information more so than I do the actual health and mana bar, so I don't like that specifically being hidden. So yeah, I'd like to get rid of my nameplate so that I don't have a bunch of clutter in the middle of my screen, but uh, you know, kind of need it there. Yeah. Let's see what else. Um, do, 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 do. Was there anything major? Last week they closed out the balance changes. Uh, there, there were a few significant ones. Uh, were we here? Did we talk about the sage ones on the podcast? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Well, didn't wait. Hold on. Didn't they get two weeks of changes? I don't remember. Well, they got the succession ones in the very first week, I think, or the second week, where Rift Chain. I can't remember if we talked about the awaken changes or not on the podcast. Yes. Yes, we did. We did. We okay. did with the the returning back to position on right. Shift E, I believe, and the going into Rift Chain when Bolt is on cooldown and not overcharged. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's it. Yeah, and they they got dude the the Sork nerfs. Nayashi, do you remember what the Sork nerf was on Global Apps? Nayashi. Uh, he must be AFK. But the the Sork nerfs ended up being now Shadow Leap does not when it came to KR. So this was not a note that came to Global Labs ever. But when it went straight to KR, um. They ended up changing the Shadow Leap uh, stamina requirement down to zero. It locks your stamina now, but does not cost stamina to to use Shadow Leap. Um, it does cost more mana, though. <laughs> she got grabbed again. Dude, that was so funny, just super loud. He's like, how did that go behind my frontal guard? <laughs> BRB, he says. Um, so they I for him to, to another nerf. <laughs> not to go back to a uh, previous thing that we kind of touched on, but we did mm-hmm. say we would we'd come back to it later once we were done with Global Lab stuff. The the video, the dev commentary. Yeah, Solar. Yeah, so there was a couple interesting things that they, they talked about in there that I noticed that they didn't really expand on. They just kind of like said and then like left. So the biggest one was uh, Arena Solaire. Mm-hmm. So they showcased a what appears to be a third map in the video, yeah. um, which appears to be the slight... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Lightly forested area outside of Arahaza. I guess you could call it because like it is a forest kind of, but it's also still like very deserty. Um, is that so where it is? Kind of, I believe that is what that area is. I'm pretty confident. Am I wrong about that? I don't know. I actually don't know. I, I would say it looks like it because the trees, I just can't remember because I never go there. How much grass is actually there? It seems like there's a lot of grass, but yeah, maybe there's quite a, there's quite a bit. There There's actually quite a bit. It's not like green like grass, but. Okay. Yeah, a lot of people are saying it's Arihaza Forest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, which is neat. Um, it seems very open 
um, with kind of like a path directly connecting the two teams. So you can run like straight down the path, it looks like, or you can kind of go off to the sides where the trees and rocks are and things of that nature. So that's kind of an interesting, um, an interesting third map. There doesn't appear to be any mechanics of any kind, at least none that they showed in the small snippet that they included in that video from what I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, so perhaps this is a map more akin to Olin's Valley where it's just raw fucking PVP. There's no bullshit to worry about. It's just you versus them. Who's who wins basically. One thing um, that's new, unless I just didn't notice it before though. Did you notice the bars at the top? I did not notice the what, what were the I did not notice okay, that. Okay, so look at the bars at the top show team red and team blue both with 100% and as you oh, see people's right. health go down it shows the total yeah, so it's like the total HP pool of each team. That's neat. That actually is really cool. I assume that'd be I, added to the current versions of the maps as well. Probably. I I wonder I wonder... Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so if it ends on the time. Uh, am I yeah. am I weird for kind of wishing that they would separate that into just like three health bars each taking 33%? That would yes, that probably... Is wait, wait, hold up. But that's what your health bars on the side are because your health bars are still on the side. Each individual person... Yeah, I guess. <laughs> if it was like three thirty-three percent, is like super redundant. Yeah, here, because yeah, I didn't send you the whole screenshot, but if you, it's kind of blurry. I apologize for that, but it still has the normal yeah, health sure. bars on the Still's side. That. It's kind of the normal health bars on the side, so I feel like that would be having. Yeah, no, that'd be weird. I think. Ah, fair enough, but um. Yeah, the disappointing thing that they said... Well, okay, let's talk about the, the cool stuff first. So they said that they want to give end-of-season rewards. Yep. So they're going to have a season system, and they're going to give out rewards uh, at the end of the season, and they mm -hmm. showcased a outfit uh, that they want to give for end-of-season rewards. Now, they mm -hmm. specifically said, if I remember correctly, that they're not giving it for the preseason, which is the season that's going to start on June 8th. God knows if we're going to get it or not. Yeah. And this is one, um, I think they said this one would be bought with the honor, if there's a potential honor system, right? Perhaps, yeah. I, the so, outfit is awesome, by the way, except for the horse. Yes. I don't know why the top has to be a horse. Yeah, I don't know why the top <laughs> has to be a horse. But I like the idea of exclusive PvP cosmetics. Um, I think that's a thing that people have been asking for for quite some time. Um, so it, I think that's pretty neat. Look at it zoomed in. It's like his head is giving birth to a full-grown horse. I mean, <laughs> that's the T10 right it, there, bro. It reminds me of the the uh, that Ace Ventura when uh, Jim Carrey's coming out of the rhinoceros, <laughs> the robotic rhinoceros. <laughs> oh my god! But the outfit itself looks so cool. So I guess you just put on a different helmet. Well, like I hate to break helmet. it to you, but that outfit on females is going to feature a boob window and a skirt, so... Yeah. I hate to break it to you. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I think it's cool. The cosmetic rewards are something that I think people have been asking for a long time. Like, hey, if you're not going to give us money, at least give us, like, some cosmetic rewards for PvPing. So, that's nice. Um, hmm. 
The unfortunate thing is that whole not making money thing, uh, yeah, that seems like it's going to continue. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do hope at least... Okay, so I don't know what the Honor Store is going to be, but they said they're considering doing a store with Honor Points. They said they're considering doing an end-of-season reward and then dailies. Right? So those three bases are covered. I I don't mind a daily where if you go in once a day... The reason why I don't mind the daily is because... Even it, it encourages some people to play at least once, so you have more people at least in there to queue up with. Sure, but, I don't mind one daily. I, I don't want dailies plural, and I also don't want a, a RBF daily where, based completely off of RNG, essentially, it could take either 15 minutes or yeah, an hour. Yeah, yeah, the RNG daily. But here's the thing I, if the, it depends on honestly on the honor shop, but let's say. I don't even know. It's like it sucks. I, the a hypothetical in my head is I have to build out the reward system for all of these systems before I can even throw out a hypothetical. But let's just say that the pearl outfit or the outfit at the end is awesome, right? Let's say whatever mm. it's really cool and people see it and they're like, dude, I want to work for that. Some you get some same vibe like the Arsha weapons, right? And then let's say there's a um, costumes that you can get from the honor system and then the daily reward is similar to the RBF one. I don't know, maybe you get uh, 100 dust every day. You know it'd be a sick daily is if you got 100 dust and 50 cron stones. Yeah, That'd be a absolutely. Daily. But separate from that, if it did that, if it had all three of those systems, like an honor system with a shop where you could buy cosmetics, a top, like high-end lab, depending on your ranking, get a costume at the end, and a daily where you get some dust and crons. If they did all those and then also made it so you just get the normal RBF rewards, are you tilted? If they have all those systems or do you think it needs to be all those plus a couple hundred mil an hour? Uh, yeah. If, if that totals up to a couple hundred mil an hour, then that's fine. If you give us a, a couple hundred mil an hour in items, then I'm fine with that. In fact, I think that that would be preferable to raw silver because, again, I think that we kind of have an issue with raw silver in the game right now. So I'm okay with that, but I don't think it's going to. <laughs> I don't think so either. Actually, my fear, I don't even think, based on what they say, I don't even think we're going to get the RBF reward is my fear. I don't even yeah. think we're gonna get ten mil for a win. I can't tell, but I don't. I, I don't I know. I thought they. Uh, I thought they said those initial rewards are for preseason only, and that they're still evaluating stuff though. Well, they I mean, did. They, they said the still... Yeah, they are still evaluating. They don't know for sure. They said that. Well, one of the things they said is not happening in preseason, which I think is this this costume. You're not gonna get a reward for the preseason. Yeah. Um. Update. Uh, Thornwood, Yellow Loot Scroll, uh, and 50 mil 10 buff, uh, 750 million silver. Did uh, you actually? Would you get a ring? I got a ring, and uh, if you're wondering about the Kafiris, I got 57 Kafiris and 47 dust. Damn. And that was on a Guardian? You're on your Guardian? Yeah, Suck so Guardian, uh, 281 uh, Kudum. I got almost 8,000 trash, uh, so... Were you doing the top rotation, or were you down in the forest? No, no, no. I do, I do the the bottom area. It's it's my comfort food essentially. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. How many leaves did you get? Yeah, someone's asking how many leaves. Uh, two. I got two leaves. You got two helmet leaves? Yeah. Did you get any specters energy? Uh, no specters. No. No specters. Uh, two fangs, for the record, if you were wondering about that Wait, as well. Wait, only two fangs? That's actually crazy. Only, yeah, only two fangs. My, my fang RNG was not on point, unfortunately. Uh, I got three light stones as well, if you're wondering about that. Seven masses. Um... So yeah, it okay. would have been it would have been two hundred something mil, but I got ominous ring drop, so that increased it uh, by a decent amount. So, but I mean, fifty seven Kafras. Yeah. I mean, yep, it's a lot. Not uh, to mention, uh, I did take the the dailies up here, which I'm about to turn in. So that's an extra however many Kafras and dust. I forget exactly what the amounts are, but it's not bad. So they mentioned during preseason that there's going to be a window. Like a schedule where you can queue up. Yeah. What are you guys' thoughts on that? And they said that, that that's subject to change when it comes out of preseason. Well, I mean, I think it's fine for initial testing. They want to make sure that there's enough enough, enough people joining in so that they can monitor. Yeah. Because yeah, I think it's it's they fine need to hash testing. out a lot of the. Yeah. I think it's fine for testing, but whenever it's time to actually release the mode, I hope it's not like that. I know that you have defended it saying like, well, that's the easiest way to guarantee that there are players going into matchmaking. And I understand that, but I would counter with, if you just make the rewards good enough and you make the content fun enough, you will always, always, always have people participating in it. I don't, I don't think this is a very complicated thing to do. They just don't want to do it for some reason. Yeah. I agree when it's live and out, but when you're testing things, I I don't... For the test, it's fine. It. For the test, yeah. I, I understand it. Yeah. Yeah. I Hopefully like it's, it's bizarre not to me. It's bizarre to me that RBF has dead hours. Like, if you just... Like, especially with how fun Valencia RBF is. It's been months since Valencia RBF came out. I'm still enjoying it, like, a lot. Hell of a lot more than I was Castle Ruins. But... It's just I I don't I can't do it all day every day because it makes no fucking money. Yeah. Well, the yeah the RBF one is uh, actually I don't hate Castle Runes. I just hated that it was the points feel so arbitrary and dumb. I wish it just showed KD. I wish it was just a straight up death match. Anyway, I yeah I don't know, man. I, I'm like. I hope you get something for participating regularly. Like, I don't... So they mention honor, but then they just mention one singular costume. And I feel like if you're going to do honor where you're earning a material or a currency over time, that there needs to be, like, a whole shop that you can buy from with yeah. options in there. No, absolutely. Yeah. Like and, I mean, maybe, like, maybe that's how they plan on doing rewards. Like, perhaps you can buy items to sell with honor points or something along those lines again i i kind of doubt it i have a feeling it's going to be similar to like the no door shop where it's it's going to be useful items but things that you can't sell so it's not things that you can make money with it's going to be you know you can get like drafts or you know other bullshit with it which is useful but not money you know yeah Uh, Nash, any closing thoughts on this? This new map does look cool, by the way. 
Yes. Just visually. I, um, I like that area. Yeah, I mean, b- beyond the map and whatnot, being a nice addition. Uh, was was there any mechanics on it? Do we know? No. Not that we can see. None that we could see. None yeah. that we could see. It's a little weird that they're kind of like doing one with no mechanics, one with mechanics, another one with no mechanics. Like, so is there. I mean, it is like it's fine. It's fine. I just wish they would like kind of pick a theme. And they also didn't do patch notes, so we don't know what the differences are in the gimmicked one. If they made changes based on feedback or what. True. Yeah, that's true. We don't. Yeah, it's. It would be nice Um, to know if something changed on it. Yeah, I mean, overall, I think it's without knowing what they plan on doing with the rewards and whatnot. I mean, they kind of hinted towards them not really doing anything, but I hope they change that opinion. They didn't, I mean, okay. I don't want to say that I I don't want to say, or even imply that they said we're not giving out rewards for participating. The concern is they talked about what rewards they are considering and giving money or items per match is not something that was mentioned. Yeah, so it's just it's concerning. It's concerning. I'm not saying that they came out and announced like, "Hey, you're not gonna make money doing Arena Solaire," but whenever they say like, "Yeah, we're considering end of season rewards, we're considering honor points, we're considering like cosmetic effects," and they don't mention like silver per hour in either a monetary value or in an item value, that is concerning. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm just trying to I'm trying to give them a a little bit of fairness because who knows maybe they are considering it and they just didn't think it was worth mentioning in the video but then I would question why they didn't think it was worth mentioning. Yeah, I mean they they made sure to mention the outfit, which is a little weird. And I hope to god, it nothing else. I hope to god that the female version of that armor doesn't have a boob window and a skirt. It's time for females to get a full set of fucking armor, damn it. It's gonna be a t-shirt and shorts. <laughs> but it will be it's gonna, an armored... It's gonna armored, be a bikini. <laughs> it'll be an armored t-shirt and shorts. But a t-shirt and shorts nonetheless. Yeah, I wanna see, I wanna see how actual... Well, it, based on the shading in this, it does look like Maybe their maybe the arena is just a line. It's like a road with some trees, and that's it. It's maybe a, it's not it's, even a circle. It, yeah, no, it literally looks like it is a a path going to Arahaza that they just kind of like sectioned off, essentially. So you can just run down the path at your opponent, or you can go off to the sides, use the terrain a little bit. Not not necessarily terrain, as in like elevation, because that area is really really flat, from what I remember. Um, but like the trees and the rocks and stuff, I think they're fighting next to a pretty good sized boulder at one point. Um, so yeah, yeah, that boulder is pretty decent caster and ranger friendly, you know. It does, it does, but I also think that uh, it's not such a huge boulder that right. It looks easy to get person, on top of. Yeah, if you're a melee person, you're gonna struggle to deal with a, a caster or a ranger up there. That's a it's a good sized boulder. Pioneers used to ride those babies for miles. Yeah. They did, by the way. I don't know if they made any changes this week, but compared to when we last tested, they slightly changed the gear. Like, they made Bassy Belt try, so it has more AP than the Orkinrad now. Um, Mm -hmm. I was able to get all the way to 250 AP. 
but I don't know how much else is different. Looks about the same. I don't know if they've changed anything else, and I don't. We haven't gotten a feel what what it's like after because they haven't done another test. Yeah. Well, hopefully we get it on June eighth. Yeah, I hope it's not that's... KR only, man. Me too. Me too. I really I, do. I really need them, by the way, to come out and say whether it's going to be KR only or not, because I, I, I don't want to take that day off if we're not getting that content. Well, you could always just uh, grind RBF that day if you take it off, you know? Yeah, right? No, listen, Wednesdays are a busy day for us, so asking for a Wednesday off is kind of a kind of a big deal. I need, I need to it? know. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, but the other thing I wanted to talk about in that video, not Arena Solaire related, did you guys catch at the end of the video, whenever he was saying, like, you guys probably have some questions about other things, but we're still working on them and we're not at a point in which we're ready to, like, announce them yet. And one of the things that he mentioned was actually Node War changes. Mm -hmm. So yep. apparently they are aware that the state of Node Wars is not super good right now. And they're looking at changing it, I guess, but they don't want to say how they're looking at changing it because they're not, I guess it's not far enough into development. They specifically said it doesn't have enough polish yet, which implies that they already have a, a fix or a change in mind, but that, I mean, I guess exactly what they said, it's not, it's not polished enough yet, which I don't know how that would work for a Node Wars system, but. Unless you're overhauling the whole system, which I doubt, because we've only had this system for, what, like a year, year and a half? Yeah. Well, I was, I was laughing. We were laughing on stream the other day when they had that Q&A that Jay was at. Do you remember mm. from like a few weeks back? And, and one yeah. of the lines in there was, and we changed Node War. It was like in the last year, we changed Node War to be more fun. <laughs> I was just like, did you? <laughs> did you though, Jay? Did you change Node War to be more fun? Are we sure about that? Yeah. We're I mean, always I don't iterating know. I... and listening to feedback. Like, for example, when we made Node War more fun for you guys. <laughs> yeah, the... Uh, I don't know. I, I, I just... They need to look at feedback a little bit more on that kind of stuff. Is it a problem? Like, I... I do think that the system that they gave us for Nodors is like interesting, but the, the idea of it is cool. It's just the practicality and the execution and the limitations are bad. I don't know. Like pa packs and loads made a million like good points, interesting points about the problems with it. Because I I do love the idea of a command or uh, conquer and expand. It just yeah. It doesn't work when there's six guilds, and they're all in their own region hiding. Yeah, right. And they were like, they're like, no, no, no. Like I remember us having this conversation specifically when they were talking about the system. It was like, no, no, no. You don't understand. So whenever a strong guild has eight nodes, they're gonna have to stretch really thin to defend those eight nodes. And it's like, yeah, unless they are only fighting one really weak ass guild and then their entire strong guild can just crush the one weak guild 
The idea of that system, like, still, that sounds so cool to me. Having to go, like, hey, guys, you need to go defend this fort on this territory. We're going to have this group of people defending this one. I have never experienced that once since that Nodor system has come out. I don't think we've ever had one person attacking one of our forts and one attacking another. I don't think it's ever happened. Or, like, the few times that it does happen where, like, you have, you, you quote-unquote, have to defend... Uh, two nodes. You just let one of them die because it's the less interesting yeah, fight. Exactly. You just don't care. Yeah, you're just not, like, oh. if it's not your home. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's not your home fort, you're just like, ah, oh, whatever. We'll just bring everybody to right, the, the exactly. more fun, better fight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my god, I gotta do fucking uh, cocktail submission ring. Hell there yeah! Congrats. There goes my Dude, duo that's drop. Huge. That's pretty how much again. how much how much silver is that worth? Like 30 mil? It's about a it's about a whopping 19 mil. <laughs> 19. Holy shit. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> Here goes my duo. Um Could have been a disto, you know. It could have been a disto. Could have been a duo disto. Um I think we're done with our topics, right? Yeah. You ready for uh, comments? I did, oh yeah. I, I'm good, but I I did want to ask you guys something. So I, I've kind of been feeling this more and more recently, and apparently I'm not the only one because someone uh, posted about it on Reddit as well. Um, are are we are we are we fine with the these rates on these fucking lightstones and getting these rare ones? The drop rates? No, uh, it's annoying. Yeah, like like strike Dude. for example, being literally impossible to get your hands on. Yeah. Dude. I I don't know. I I probably have 50 lightstones in my my lightstone inventory. I, God knows how many more I've opened that I've just like thrown on the market cuz I just can't be fucked. And I haven't gotten a single one that's worth more than 12 million silver. And the fact that I can't do a goddamn thing to increase my odds of getting something that's actually worthwhile and rare is so infuriating. So Frosty knows this because I sent him this the moment I came back from my little break and tried out the the uh, the system for the first time. I exchanged three shit ones and ended up getting the special attack damage one, <laughs> which is two bill. That was uh that was pretty interesting. I've also gotten steed before, which is the four hundred mil uh, horse training related one. Nice, and nice, huge. I got. Another 400 mil one from the um, the Earth set. I can't remember which one it was. So I've gotten a few rare ones, but honestly, I think the biggest problem with the Lightstones, like all the rarity and whatnot, is people are kind of probably doing what I'm doing. They're either A, selling all their ones and not fucking hoarding them, or they're hoarding them and not, you know, opening them. Uh, like I, I have them as the imperfect versions. Yeah, because it's just so expensive to identify them. It's 20 mil and the process is fucking the worst Tedious. design yeah, process. Yeah, it's... It reminds me of the f exchanging Layla's pedals before they buffed it. Yeah. Or it it click, really click, is click, like click, that. Click, it's... click, 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 click. It's so yeah, terrible. it's they need to they need to really optimize it. So I'm hoarding them for now because 
like uh, people always say, like Zethian always says and whatnot, this game really benefits the hoarders because they always take quote-unquote useless items or items that are not really worth much and then later do something with them to make them worth something. So I'm hoping they revamp the system in the future and make it either A, cheaper or easier. Hopefully cheaper and easier. Yeah, hopefully both. Uh, I mean, it's not it's not hard. It's just tedious as fuck. So yeah. for the whole easier part, it's mostly well, just because it's tedious. So, so you... I think that's I think that's a big part of why there's not so many of those rare ones, like getting thrown up on the market. Yeah, you spend twenty mil to change your eighteen mil. I believe the imperfect ones are eighteen mil. I want to say to change that into a five mil one that you have five million of and that aren't selling on the market. It's like, god damn it, man! I literally just got two eye of the Rune rings back to back. What the fuck? Rats. RNG carry, dude. Anyway, just wanted to bring that no, up. No, I, uh, I agree. The rare the ones are... listening, please change that shit. God damn it. Yeah, if you need strike, disrupt, or mind. You're unless fucked. I mean, even for the order. I, I've had since I swapped... When was that Cowfrist event? Uh, yeah, a month two ago? Two months ago? Two months ago, a month Is... and a half ago, whatever. I, I've been oh, sitting God. on this order since that Cowfrist event for the Lightstone yeah, of the same. Mind. I've been well. I've gotten mine off of, um, off of the marketplace, but I have not gotten uh, strike, and I've had the strike one longer. I think it's yeah. been pretty much after the first week of getting used to the system. I've I've had an order since then. So why don't they make it March. so you can do the twenty mil thing, or you can like life skill it, right? Isn't there a way to life skill it too? You can like fucking alchemy it or some shit. I don't remember. Yeah, so if um, you have, no, no, so what happens is when you have, um, if you have alchemy, simple al or if you have al alchemy guru one, it basically turns them into the purified light stones that you can either sell or open for RNG. Right. Yeah. Which is why don't they, super valuable. Why don't they make it to where you, you can do it at any alchemy level and the increased alchemy level you have increases your odds of getting a higher tier one so if you have beginner alchemy then you're very likely only to get the really low cost ones five mil nine mil things like that but if you have like guru alchemy you actually have a pretty decent odds of getting some that are worth like a lot of money you know yeah. that way you actually would... have go ahead no, i was gonna say that's actually a good idea because that would actually really benefit alchemy because isn't alchemy like really you know yeah, but pretty it's not it's, really... It's pretty dog right now as far as a uh, life skill. Yeah. But I don't think you're doing a, like an alchemy table. It's just simple alchemy. I, I don't know. It's not... I, the, uh, I don't know. The thing is with the alchemy system, a lot of people are complaining that you need 100 gem fragments. So you have to also get... Like, you basically have to be a life skiller. You can get... So Lorenz was... I don't know how many on average most people get, but Lorenz went and was like test gathering and was able to get... um enough in an hour to open a couple and if you're gathering like gathering is good money but if you're shit at gathering it's nothing it's like yeah. you're right it's you're it's just gonna it's just a waste of time even that version yeah i mean the lightstone system itself is great it's just this whole imp imperfect system is 
dog shit. He's saying he can <laughs> open about 10. He can do simple alchemy to get about 10 purified things per hour uh, of an hour of gathering. So it's not that. I guess it's not that bad, but it's uh, it's just another bad, step, right, that you have to take. Yeah. So It's another step, well, and also it's this, it's it's a lot easier, I would argue, to just chop 20 mil to just do it. If it doesn't give you better odds of getting something good, why would you go through the trouble? Unless, again, you're a life skiller who's doing it anyways, right? You're doing this Yeah, other if you're doing it anyway, and now you're turning these existing valueless stones into around 20 mil, right? Uh, depending yeah. on what they say. Because those ones actually sell in the un... What, what is the it called? Um, purified light stones. Like, actually kind of sell. I guess it's they've gone down a little bit in price. They're only 13 mil each. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to any of this crap. Oh, no, I guess it depends on which one. Because purified... Because that's the thing, is you get the purified version of that type. Yes, correct. Shit, you can't even buy these. I mean, that that's the thing. I don't know. It's just the whole system is weird. It's really, really fucking hard to get the ones that you want. Yes. It It, it is. It's just dumb. I, I also think it's pretty hard to get the artifacts that you want. Yeah, yes. that too, yeah. <laughs> the whole thing is whole, very hard. Very the whole system I mean, really I, needs... I, I, I am surprised at how much... I think that the artifact and lightstone system is good for the game. However, the they need some serious QOL improvements for it. Mm. The QOL is awful for that whole system. I mean, I think the uh, the recent quality of life system that they added for the uh, the artifact inventory essentially is is actually. Oh no, absolutely! Nice. That was that was a really was really good. good change. But they need to continue down this path because Correct. they have a very a very necessary and interesting system that was implemented very fucking awfully and they realized this with the inventory management now they need to realize this with uh, a lot of other things i would argue ranging from the the way that your artifacts look in your inventory the visual differences between them to the way that you obtain artifacts and lightstones um, I don't know. It's just I think it, it needs a lot of changes. As with everything Perlobus does, is the epitome of this entire company. Fantastic idea, rather poor implementation. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's what it is. Hopefully they take the feedback and consider it and do something with it. They won't they said you could go to hell. <laughs> they they said they don't listen to Maywas. True. That wasn't too much to me, was. Yeah, you know. Yeah, no, they listen really too well. much to Sorks. They oh, yeah. do listen too much to Sorks. Oh my god. All right, there's a few. Uh, it's a few comments you might have to delete. There's at least one. Oh. Something, something, porn or other. <laughs> I see, I see. <laughs> um, alright, I got the comments Single pulled ladies up. near you. Let me let's use see, the restroom real quick while you do that. I'll be right back. Okay, yeah, let me delete these real fast. Uh, for everybody listening, um, if this is somehow your first time listening to the show, we read comments every single week. The comments on the YouTube video, 
So if you want to go to the YouTube video, leave a comment. Uh, we read them, we reply to them, um, as long as basically they're not uh, some sort of Excessive. harassment or insult or something along those lines. Even some of those we read sometimes, but sure. most of the time we don't. Yeah, just so keep them as... more on the shorter side. Paragraphs are not ideal. Yeah, and if you're going to write a paragraph, include a TLDR, please. That was a real problem. We we were doing so good with TLDRs for the longest time. Everybody who likes writing up essays for their comments was writing TLDRs for us that we could just kind of quickly get the gist of them. And then I don't know what happened. Everyone just collectively decided we don't need to do TLDRs anymore. Yeah. But oh we do God. read them every episode, so. I got another Marnie box. Hey, dude, you're RNG carried over there. What the fuck? It's the drop rate event. I don't <laughs> want another one of these. I don't want to grind another 50,000 of these. Are I you already on, have one. Are you on Arsha? Yeah. Shira Arsha? Someone go get behind his frontal guard. No. Um, Blood Wolves. Blood Wolves. Blood Wolves Arsha, everybody. Go uh, go get behind uh, she's frontal guard. Yep. <laughs> Houdini that shit. Just get back there, <laughs> but look like you're right in the front, you know? Yeah. Oh, Frosty, Frosty, do you want to read the, the comments? Uh, sure. No, uh, you, or you, you, you do them. Me do them? Uh, okay. Give me a second. Finish this rotation. What are you going to say, Nashi? Uh, it's all right. Don't worry about it. Some Maywa thing. Don't worry about Basically, it. Basically, Maywa complaints. <laughs> How did I know? Frosty said earlier it's uh, not hard to fight a Drake. But it's well, funny because it's every hilarious single if Maywa, you're dying to a Drake and just letting yourself get hit by it is yeah, really more Except more every my point. single Maywa I talk to can't see when they use shift RMB. Me, they That's all crazy. say it's just a losing matchup. Weird. That is weird. Imagine sitting there and getting hit by something that slow. Drake has... Dr Draconia has quite a bit of forward guards, don't they? No, it's typically yeah, only like one that they, they really utilize. They use forward RMB because they need their ion. So if you're in fight with it outside of their e-buff and shift Q, yeah, they they use forward RMB a lot to gain ions mid-fight. Otherwise, the shift RMB, RMB, or LMB doesn't hit hard. And no, it's not that it's an easy matchup. I'm just saying it's easy to avoid shift RMB. Oh yeah, that one is not hard to avoid, but yeah. everything else hits like a fucking truck too. No, none of it hits like that. I mean, I, I get it. If you don't have gear, that's fine. Whatever. You if you get yeah. hit by some 700 gear score Draconia, it's yeah. I'm not saying it's going to be a walk in the park. Good I'm just time. saying, <laughs> I, it's like if you end up in a one v one with them, it should be them chasing you around forever check discord has me on payroll i don't even like my thing with jack is i actually that's the other thing we forgot to talk about is the heal nerf although i haven't seen exactly how much health it's healing but they changed the way it's healing works oh really i didn't even see that yeah oh that that's why it didn't come to global labs it went straight to kr i think oh what? interesting that's yeah, weird hold on let me see I think I'm remembering that correctly. 
That's why I didn't hear anything about it then. Yeah. So. Do, 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 do. Um, they had some blue text for it too. Unless this is all a dream, you know, it's certainly possible. Uh, scrolling down. Okay. So they said when Draconia's Marthenon skill, skill, and Marthenon's heart skill were combined, it was possible to collapse the opponent's formation while holding out against a large number of enemies. So that's the passive with shift Q, the PA skill. So there was an excess yeah. in both uh, attack and defense. In order to balance the damage and survivability while maintaining Drax's high power, we've adjusted the recovery effect of Marthenon's heart skill applied while using Marthenon's scale. And then, um, they give kind of an example. So it says when using Mar and again, this is translation from KR. So this is Google doing its best, just as a heads up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Google Translate, Google yeah. Translate, everyone. When, when using Markthanon's scale, the HP recovery effect applied by Markthanon's heart skills changed as follows. Uh, the existing version is when the skills maintained, 5% max health is recovered each time and health is restored so that 70% of the maximum health uh, is maintained. And essentially you recover 5% health over and over again until you're at 70%. And it's... Yeah. Um, slowly recovers until the player is placed on the ground, then recovers quickly. So, I think the hell it like slowly recovered, and then once your sword touches the ground, your HP just shoots up, which is what everyone sees, I think. And then the change says recovers five percent maximum HP fourteen times while maintaining the skill. So, re uh, recovers quickly before putting the slayer on the ground, and recovers slowly thereafter. So, I haven't actually seen the difference side by side. But so we can burst them during the skill is essentially what I'm hearing. I think it just recovers more slowly or something. I, I don't know. I'd have to see it side by side, but they made a change to that. I'm just not sure how impactful it's going to be because I need to see it. It says, accordingly, the maintenance time marked the non-skill has been reduced and the recovery time has been reduced accordingly. But it's supposed to be an overall nerf. I, I, I just don't know by how how it looks i i don't i have no idea yeah i would have to see maybe i can uh see if some of my kr contacts can get a clip i'm sure there's some clips over in the kr forums about it well no wednesday for sure because i i think it's just coming straight to our server from here uh well yeah maybe i'll just wait not bother so reducing the healing on jack that's probably good honestly it's probably the best course of action I their their yeah. healing is a a bit excessive. They're yep. I mean they're pretty tanky. They're they're not as tanky as like a a suck Nova or a Guardian just like outright, but they're pretty tanky. The the healing is what really pushes them over the top and is just yeah. kind of like insane. You just have too much of it, and while also being able to do it with some of their skills in combat. Yeah, makes it, yeah, makes it uh pretty rough. I got another eye of the Rin Ring. Plus, it drains your mana, you know. Yeah, mana drain is that part is annoying, but not really too big a deal. I uh, know you have to stand that ground, huh? Because that argument that shit's devastating. Don't lie. I mean, it's slow, so it's like not a big deal. Yeah, it's not a big deal because it's not instantaneous. Like, oh, I don't know, blue. You know, if it, <laughs> if it happens, if it happens instantaneous, you immediately get a pot. You know, so it's you know. Unless you're unless your fairy auto potted just happened to right before then, and then you just have to sit there hoping that the Maywa doesn't notice that you have no mana for the next four seconds. Uh, I mean, it's pretty obvious if you're not moving, you know. 
All right. Let's get to the comments. All right. Comments. <laughs> uh, Dragon Lux Art says, delete Zerker and Guardian. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Game would, game would probably be a lot better if they did. I, I like Greed's reply saying, I think they should delete every class but Ranger so that the range damage becomes balanced. <laughs> one way of doing it, I guess. Greed says, I, I think the reason Tamer's in the state it is is because PA wants Tamer to replace Shia's life skill slash RP class, a class which makes sense with PA revenue. They make most money off of the player base. Tamer has no player base. Yeah, I don't... That's I don't, a good... I think that's all sarcastic, but I can't tell. If that's it's not, a good tinfoil. Yeah, if it's not, I don't buy any of it. That's a good tinfoil. Uh, Dreadspark replied, saying, uh, Shy's respect and support the tamer who remains the sole people to tame the powerful and wild animal class. Shy see this current struggles as an opportunity to forge a lasting alliance alongside the tamers and their zerker pets. Oh, oh my so god. <laughs> As long as the need remains, Shies will bongo the nerfs and buff the well buffs in the tamer struggle PA. Let them ride upon their hailings, bring fury and pain upon those who look down upon them and their allies. Dream Donkey 2 would be nice, but I was told not to derail. <laughs> so, good reply from Shies. Tristan Crow says, no tamer changes, SMH. Uh, Matthew says, you know what, just this once, I'm not going to bitch at PA. I'll do this next episode. Uh, for the quality changes we got, grinding zone changes on Kama that will come soon, and pet rework. Just gonna say one thing: good job, PA. Keep it up. Well, I'm curious about the hate in the following episode. Uh, JL says this was one of the most enlightening podcasts I've watched. Had no idea how hard it was to get a fight (parentheses siege slash node wars), let alone a good fight. I also wasn't aware how scripted and planned everything is. How boring! I have a much better understanding of how this works and am in 100% agreement. PA needs to make adjustments to this system ASAP. Well, apparently, they're working on something. They something. don't want to tell us what, but they're, they're adding dragons. And they said it was so much more fun, though. Doing something. Uh, Draga3888. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I was told to tell you to refresh, because there's a newer comment by the time you get to oh, the end. Okay, refresh. All right, let's try Okay. Let me go back to new, go down. Where was I? Draga3888 says... So I'm selfish for wanting to use my gear in content. I don't mind if there is a capped version of the content, but why is the arena only capped? I spent about two years to get to the average gear score of 672 uh, on console, and now that the content is capped, I have no reason to play the game. Grinding is pointless if I can't use the gear I am grinding to buy. Yes, I understand new players need content as well, but when I started, everything was uncapped and I got trashed on, which motivated me to get better gear. Then boom, the only use for it is to grind for zero value, but maybe that's just me. Um I, I'm not sure it is does he think that all the node wars and all the sieges and open world is all capped? Too? I, I'm not sure. So someone else, Ryan Mills, uh replied to him saying there is uncapped siege. Um Uncapped Siege, Uncapped says, Node War, Uncapped Open World, Uncapped RBF. 
Yeah, he says, open world PvP, RBF, Node War, all that have uncapped gear, to which Drago replies, yeah, but large scale sucks, open world is just griefing, I want to have ranked small scale, then when we get it, it's capped, and Siege is a joke, we just had Castle back and forth, no real fights. Someone just pinged me, and it's so funny that someone even noticed this happened, but someone just said in chat, how the fuck are you replying to Reddit comments while doing the podcast, what the fuck? Wait, what? I, my arguments with people have continued on Reddit throughout this whole podcast. Oh, I see, I see. <laughs> um, so it seems like Draga is upset mostly that Arena Solaire is gear capped. That he's not yeah, going to be able to he's use upset about that. gear in Arena of Solaire. To which I would say, like, yes, I agree. And I think we all agree that if we have the players to support it, that there should be two game modes one where you can go in with your gear and one that is gear capped um but if we're only gonna have one queue it has to be gear capped it just has to be if there's only going to be one queue it has to be gear capped because if it is real gear only you're you're going to have way less players participating you have way more players participating if you make it gear capped guaranteed can i be condescending real quick good Draga, just like you said how when you started playing the game, the content was uncapped. When you started playing the game, you also didn't have Arena of Solar, so you shouldn't really worry about it. Yeah, also, he says so that I got trashed on, which motivated me to get better gear. That's great for you. That's not the case with everyone else. Well, those people can still trash on you, too, in open world. Like, that part isn't different. Yeah, but also, like, there are some people that get trashed on and and if they were to get trashed on in arena solaire that that wouldn't make them go i need more gear that would just make them go oh i'm just not going to participate in arena solaire then <laughs> like not everyone has the same reaction to uh i don't know getting trashed on i guess um and for the record i'm in agreement i i also feel very motivated whenever i get dogged on that's when i feel the most motivation to actually do things um but not everyone is like that, so. Here's a way to look at it. This is a bit of a stretch, Draga, but look at it this way. If it wasn't capped, then all of the people that would instantly get farmed by high gear eventually would stop playing it, and you'd be playing against a bunch of people with around your gear anyway. So it'd be like it's capped. Huh? Or or higher. <laughs> or higher. You'd be fighting a team of, of Choice and Divios and... You know, whoever else is just mega-geared ape brains. Yeah. Storm619 says, Having multiple caps, level, and nodor is great for the game in almost every aspect, in my opinion, mainly to give new-slash-existing players a reason to grind-slash-progress in their gear. Using Siege as an example, with current caps, most likely T1 guilds are going to drop on Calfion. Then they are on Valencia because they have a better chance to kill the 700-gear score player. Yeah, true, 700-gear score player are just going to put on special gear to give an advantage, but it's still better than fighting their real gear. In Destiny, there is a hard cap in their gear. Players still grind in the game to get the best min max stat or weapon perks to give them an advantage why can't bdo do the same just have tier caps and have one to two region uncapped have the game as a whole do a lot better it is to my understanding that it is hard to get a fight at the top level of play so just cap it to get more guilds in the top level of play like goon versus a guild like corrupt seems to be a good fight if it is on a capped node p.s also frosty those suck hash changes sound great send a ticket to the 
to the developers to make it happen, please. If you get everything you said, then just frontal guard on purge would be nice. Can someone please explain to me why? Why a fast moving skill that's surrounded, starting with an iframe and ending with an iframe, that is a ranged float needs to have forward guard? I, I actually don't understand this. There are so many other things like uh, rupture where you're kind of locked in place or, or other abilities where you could use the CC or protection. Purge is the weirdest fucking one to me. It's like the safest range poke of all time. Why is that the one that you want frontal guard on? I, I actually you want don't. Frontal guard on that? Yeah, it doesn't make it's any fast, fucking sense. It would, it would literally be like if, if Musa's and Maywas were like, dude, can we please get forward guard on stub arrow? It's like, why? Why would you want forward guard on that ability? Of, Which of one, all actually, the abilities. That actually sounds like a pretty good idea, Frosting. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> ignorant of hash skill names. Which uh, button press is Purge? Purge is Shift LMB. So when you do Shift okay, LMB, it gotcha. throws yeah, out yeah, the little yeah. wave, like three waves. Yeah. And it's a pretty ranged float. And if you iframe or use slicer before it and then hold shift L and B and hold shift A to your uh, a direction, you'll iframe, throw it out instantly, and then iframe again. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I I I do it, that to Karanda all the time. Um yeah, so I <laughs> sure you do. I can it, concur. <laughs> it's the same as it's the same as having super armor on shadow eruption. Like it actually makes zero sense. Yeah. I any like rupture again. Rupture is always my good example. If you had to add a protection to one of the hash skills in succession, it would be rupture makes the most sense because you're kind of locked in the animation. It's not super far range or super fast where it's not punishable, uh, and it's not like it. It would be helpful for the class, but not game breaking. And purge forward guard on purge is just like that skill's already hard to punish. You get away with it all the time. Why would you want forward guard on that skill? It's just a very weird one. Anyway, uh, the other stuff is interesting. I, I think people do agree with having different caps and gear sets for Node War. Yes. For the most I part. It's just so right well. now the caps are bad and the Node War formats are bad. Yes. Drumming86 says, It feels like they missed the mark on Suck Zerk. Remove weakling CC, keep SA, make first three hits stiffen on fearsome tyrant add 250 stamina cost to tackling and weakling hunt wish they would change awaken zerker i miss my arm cannon me too buddy me too wait awaken zerker hits like a fucking truck though yeah yeah uh, titan blow hits like a truck if you uh well not even if you have gear just it hits like a truck and then the rest of the kit is pretty high damage if you have gear but it's uh no, it's not in a good state right now. I think most circers kind of agree. It's not in a very fun place. I I feel like the main problem with it, if I could summarize my issues with it, is splitting up seismic damage among seismic scatter and uh, ancient wave and split shot between them. I think it makes you stay in way too long. I think is my biggest issue with it on largely unprotected skills. Um, nine times out of 10, when I would try to dive in, which you're not encouraged to do because Titan blow, uh, you just get CC'd halfway through trying to get your damage out as quickly as you could. And then you just die. So you're just encouraged to just Titan blow in ancient power from 5 million miles away, which is boring as fuck. So, 
Hopefully they fix it. Yeah, also, Rico, you, you could say you miss Awakened Zerker drumming. You don't miss the arm cannon, because that's literally what it's best at right now, is arm cannoning. Yeah. Well, I think he... <laughs> It's the only I, thing it does right now that's you insane. You know what he means. Right. You know what he means. You know what he means. Come on. Um, Rico Cisco Entertainment says, Yay, I'm at the beginning of the video on the left. LOL. Also, yay, new episode. Let's go. Steve Smith says, PA not being AAA is not an excuse for poor console optimization on new generation systems. SE, oh, Square Enix, does a good job because they put the effort in to do so. Yep. Over 35 years of console game development. They have done that. Gear Grinder says, Hopefully they can bring the gearing system for Solera into capped node wars. It will fix all the special attack modifiers that overgeared players can bring right now. As a new player, the struggle is real. Yeah, I hope they do that. I, I think that the... the what did we what did we call it when they very first talked about it, Frosty? The the, uh, the copycat of the Lost the, Ark. It's the tome of synchronization. It, the tome of synchronicity or yeah. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I think that is a really good way to handle all capped content, in all honesty. I think if you're gonna do capped content, that's the best way you could possibly do it, in all honesty. I agree. I think it's um, pretty well done with uh at least in this iteration of it. Yeah, and that's not to say it's perfect. Obviously, strikers, like I think mystics as well, although less so, are like insanely tanky while still being able to do a lot of damage. There's certain matchups that are. I know, but like that, it's just to say that it's not a perfect system. But I think it's a lot better than what we've been having with the weird, just arbitrary. Let's just pick a fucking number out of a hat and say that's the cap. Yeah. Um. Remy says, listen to these guys. Talk is vomit-inducing. Oh, boy. They've created their own problems by stacking 100 cheater pilot accounts into their guilds <laughs> and then wonder why no one respects them or wants to fight them. If their players truly wanted content, then they'd drop and join some random shitter guilds that place every night and they'd get tons of fights that, God forbid, they won't just face roll all the time. Screw these siege guilds and their entitled idiocy. They cry about being bored and fighting the same people all the time, but their behavior in wars and attacking smaller guilds promotes their being less faces and people to fight. They've created their own problem and are getting what they deserve. If you want content and are a real gamer, be like Goldstein and drop out of these boring auto-win scripted fight pussy guilds and find some real gamers to play with. Okay. Look, now I, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give credit to Goldstein for dropping out of Cho because I, I think I've heard this through other people. I haven't heard it from him directly, that he dropped out because like just winning all the time isn't fun. But he also did join when they were just winning all the time and stayed in for months. But yeah. Just pointing that out. But yeah, I is that I don't know if APOC and digital are in that same category. Like uh, the reason why I say that is because I'll just use digital as an example. Digital was in low end T2 and even back in, in T1s for a long time. Like it took them years to get as strong as they are right now. It's not like they just 
were snake level right when they were created like digital has been around um for a long 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 time and then on the apoc side like noto has been strong and weak multiple times throughout their career completely left the game for a while and then clash which is the other side of the noto alliance also was like very small for a long time and then big and then small i i mean neither of them like noto hasn't been an actual siege guild since like old days of siege remember res like even when we got into Siege, Noda was already out of Siege when we were in Hex. Mm. Um, I remember because the, the Noda members murked into some guild and we were killing Hikikomori, remember? On that Valencia node? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they had like they had like three people as Stormtrooper when it was like a 10v100. Anyway, so I, I don't know. Yeah, definitely the... I think a lot of the player base creates the problem that they have, but it also is, I think it's something that's difficult to balance because you also want your guild to win and grow and otherwise it's really difficult. Yeah. I, I think I, I understand where the frustration comes. Trust me. I, I really do. But I do think at the end of the day, it's important to remember that like these GMs are just trying to find content for their guildmates as well, right? Um, and sometimes that's that sucks for us little guys, me being one of the little guys, but I don't think you don't need to like villainize them. I don't know. Like you can call them out and on their on their shit and I think it's important too. I also personally believe that Siege guilds, there not being a lot of siege guilds is almost entirely self-inflicted. I do believe that 100%. I've always believed that. Siege guilds drop on lower guilds, on guilds that are a lot weaker than them, and then farm the shit out of them, essentially like preventing them from getting really good fights. Those guilds eventually, like all the members leave to join like siege guilds or just quit the game or whatever. People get burnt out, yada, yada. In large part because they keep getting farmed by these strong guilds. And then the siege guilds go, man, why are there no new siege guilds? It's, it's literally the, the Eric Andre meme shooting fucking <laughs> shooting Hannibal Burris in the chair and then going like, why are there no new siege guilds? Um, but also a big part of that is the game. There's a lot of problems with the game. There would be a lot more guilds participating if no doors were more, enjoyable um which would solve a lot of the problem um so i mean yeah you can put blame on the siege shields and a good part of it is their faults and, and their mentality um but also it's not as if they're jeff bezos like ruling the world from, you know i don't know you don't need There's, to villainize them yeah i agree with that i mean like you said it's, it's also partly the game's fault too like there's a lot of players Absolutely. that refuse to, they refuse to do siege because it's either extremely taxing on their PCs, you know, performance, or um, it, maybe their class just doesn't work very well in that environment. So it's just not worth their time to do that when they can have far more fun um, in Node Wars or a variety of other reasons. Maybe Saturday just isn't the fucking day for them, you know? But, you know, it's... The player base determines that, you know, at the end of the day, what's fun and not. So, like Reslar, you've said many times in the past, it's PA's job to make sure it's fun, that players want to do stuff. But Absolutely. Fun and worthwhile. Yeah. And for the record, I also put 
I, I, I also put a lot of blame on weaker guilds. I If you allow yourself to be cannon fodder for these guilds that want to play Dynasty Warriors, you don't get to complain about it. I'm sorry you don't. I I have forever had this stance for quite a long time now that I am not going to participate in a fucking node war against these fucking siege guilds. I refuse to do that because you're encouraging them to continue that fucking activity. Like, I I don't think that's a very hard concept to, to comprehend. They keep doing it because you keep letting them do it. I'm sorry. If Cho drops on my node, I'm not fucking showing. I'm, I'm just not. And I, I would encourage my guild to do the same. Unfortunately, people want to go, well, we can try to kill a couple of them, but all you're doing is encouraging them to keep dropping on guilds that have no chance of winning against them. And the cycle just continues. The best thing to do against these these siege guilds, if you truly have a problem with them playing Dynasty Warriors on you, is just don't fucking show up. Which I think is is happening more and more, and is honestly, I think, the proper way to handle it, in all honesty. Frosty, you probably disagree since you're in one of the guilds that gets ghosted a lot. No, I I mean, dude, if I'm running a guild, I'm not going to sit there and let my guys get farmed. It's not fun. It makes people want to quit. Absolutely. Too. And when you're trying to build a guild, no, I am in complete agreement. I, I don't even think, I don't think even loads or packs like fully disagree. Now they obviously would encourage like, well, if you have two guilds, you can kill us, right? Like Pax said that a couple weeks ago. But at the same time, I, what's the price, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not if the, I'm gonna get farmed, even if we kill you in an hour and twenty minutes. And you guys are yep. all 100 kills and 25 deaths. Yeah, I'm also yep. not showing up. It's a waste of time. Just the other day, me. So my guild, Bloodthirst, and I forget what the other guild was. Forgive me. I I I'm I have a very poor memory. But Cho Nation dropped on our node. We were going to do a one v one. Cho Nation dropped on our node. I personally said no, thank you. I I'm good. And what Cho Nation did was they offered the same exact thing that Pax did. Hey. If you let us play Dynasty Warriors on you for an hour, then we'll leave and then you can have fun. If I, I I'm sorry if this is I'm sorry if this is an unpopular opinion. If I am the guild leader, there's not a fucking person at that node war. You are not gonna play Dynasty Warriors on me and my members for an hour, absolutely making us fucking miserable, holding our 1v1 hostage over our fucking heads. No shot in hell. Go fuck yourselves. I yeah, that's, can't, a, I, that's a pretty fucked up. I wasn't there I for that week. That. Is that is that the dude? You know I that that's that actually the at the higher and that's happened as well. This was a while back, maybe a year ago now. But I remember we we APOC had a one v one set up with barcode on Medaya. This is before the node war changes and Show Nation placed. And we did the 2v1, and at the end, Barcode messaged us and said, we're, we're out. Like, that was an awful hour and a half, or whatever it was, hour 15 minutes. Like, we're, my members are tilted and frustrated, like, we're just w- walking, you can have the node. Yeah. Like, it kills morale, like, to just sit Absolutely. there and get farmed. on a, And it's worse, too, that it's not like you're base trading, and, and they're in your base here and theirs. They know that they can't really kill the two other guilds, so they just sit yeah. there and farm you on they defense, just sit on which defense. is even less fun. Yeah. 
That and that's exactly what Cho did. And so I left. I I I I made I went to their base one time, I got killed, I spawned town, I went and grinded an hour, and then I came back. I came back after the hour was up, Cho Nation left, and we had our 1v1. And guess what? It ended up being a stalemate because we didn't have enough time to actually fucking kill one another. If it had been a full two-hour node war, then one of us would have fucking won, most likely. Yeah, that's because the thing, too. it was getting pretty close. But because we only had essentially fifty minutes, because you have the hour, and then of course a bunch of Cho Nation members were fucking around afterwards, yep, still trying to play too. Dynasty Warriors, and then we have to try to get it like a reset going on. And we say like, okay, what's the time that we could start? Okay, like ten minutes after, like blah blah blah. So you actually only have like fifty minutes to go kill this other fucking fort. It's just a fucking, it's such a fucked thing that happens. And personally, I just refuse to participate. And if you, if you do participate, that's your prerogative. Listen, it's, it's your game. Play however you want. Just know that you're, you're continuing the cycle by doing this. I mean, it's, may, it's maybe, weird. maybe what needs to be done is they need to fucking change the requirements on these nodes. Like right now, obviously they limit the amount of players that can show up, but maybe they need to limit it on the guild size instead. Because ultimately, like, a bigger guild like Cho is going to have, like, obviously 99 to 100 members at all times, right? So if it's limited to, like, say, you know, if it's a T2 node, it's, like, what, 30, 50 members that can join? Maybe it has to be that as as far as their, their guild size. They have to be within that range. It's never going to happen, know. though. There's there's a million problems happen, in but... there's a million problems in Nodor and this is unfortunately just one of them. And honestly, this is pretty low on the the priority poll as well. In all honesty, as much as it it bothers me, I think that your number one priority should just be making Nodors more fun and more uh, rewarding to try and get more players to participate and trying to get more players to do content with together right this is your point frosty that you bring up a million times they said they were going to adjust the amount of nodes depending on the amount of guilds that were participating and they <laughs> yeah. haven't they never did they haven't at all and we still have nodes that are like really really tiny that could easily combine with neighboring nodes to make a a, a decent sized node that would also increase the amount of encounters that you have but they they just aren't doing it for some reason and maybe that's what they're working on that they don't want to they don't want to talk about yet. Maybe they're working on redrawing the the Node War map. Um, but, but they yeah, but they made Node War so much more fun now. Remember? Yeah, it's so much more fun. Anyway, sorry, I I get I'm very annoyed about that whole thing. Yeah. Um. Uh. That being said, like I I I don't think you need to villainize these people, and especially if you're showing up to these fights. I'm sorry if you're showing up to to get fucking gamed on by these siege guilds. You don't then get to complain. Because you're just all you're doing is continuing the cycle. You get to complain. Uh, you get to complain, but it's like, uh, I and I don't think you in do. a different I way. Well, I mean, you could still complain about the system. The fact that they have to leave is oh, still system, not yeah, their yeah. fault. No, right? no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying that if you will, if you become the NPCs for which Cho Nation gets to play Dynasty Warriors with, you don't then get to complain about Cho Nation playing Dynasty Warriors because you're allowing them to do it. It's completely in your control whether they're allowed to do that or not. Right. I, I still... That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I, you're, you're right. I, I'm just saying it's still... It, it's not their fault that that situation even keeps popping up, though. 
I get what you're saying about encouraging it, but like for example, if I leave it, let's say let's say on Tuesday I place on in my small guild, Apoc shows up. All right, we leave. Then Wednesday I place and digital shows up. All right, we leave. Then Thursday uh, I place and Cho Nation shows up. All right, I leave and now we didn't win a node. My guild didn't get to fight. Like how long does that go on before my guild is like, yeah, sorry, I want to go to a guild that actually has fights. Yeah, no. That's fair. Uh, yeah. That's a fair concern. Like that part of it, it is what is annoying that it's the fact that you guys have my, to leave is sad because Node War yeah. is scheduled every day and it's hard to get everyone to show up. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It would be nice if they made some changes. But I don't think, I don't think fighting those guilds is a fight. No, definitely same, not. Like, you, should, you, shouldn't, like, you should leave. Do not give them the benefit of farming you in their base for an hour. I, I agree with you completely. Yeah, I don't know. It's man, the node war system then just it needs an overhaul. Hopefully whatever they're working on is going to fix some of the problems at least, but uh not hopeful. <laughs> uh Mr. Spectacular thirty seven says I approve this message, clapping emoji, thumbs up emoji, okay hand symbol emoji. Mm-hmm. So right. I'm glad. Isn't the okay hand symbol like a Nazi thing now? Didn't they appropriate that? I don't think what? you're allowed to do that anymore. I think yeah, wasn't that is... a thing all back? I've never heard that. I don't know. Blood Wolf says, Node War is dead, sadly. However, I enjoy Siege and especially Cap Siege. We rotate castles, so I am fortunate to be in an average Siege geared guild around 675 average. But we have really great fights, and it's different every time. We usually have additional guilds or even sometimes alliances trying to take the region from our alliance. We've had alliance take it from us, and we love it because we love the hard fights. We've had to defend our fort once against three guilds, and we actually did it. We still do castle training during the week prior to castle defend. We have intense fights up until the end or until one guild just gives up. And then we decide who takes what and we settle. We have full attendance every siege. The only reason is the money and the enjoyment, but mainly the money. I enjoy cap gear because 650 don't stand a chance at uncapped siege. Sure, hard cap gear players get to do cheese builds, that sh uh, but sure give them that benefit. I'm on a Sork, so capped even sucks with Sork, but I still enjoy living longer. I barely grind or do life skills, so Siege is my main income, and I do content that I love. Uh, nothingness, nothingness King says, slow rotating joystick? I don't know, man. You can make the camera speed quite fast. Would be great to see some of the PC folks hold a tournament on console with everyone using trial characters. They can see what we are rolling with. I I would love that. And I don't doubt that a lot of the controller people would actually knock out a bunch of the PC players for sure. And that the slow rotating joystick was a, a semi-joke. I was yeah, picturing I was like yeah, 007 on Nintendo 64 where you're holding it and just yeah, like slow yeah, moving yeah. your camera across. But it, it it is a meme, but at the same time, it's not a meme because you can't pull a, a, a quick-ass 180 like you can on a mouse. Now, you're not turning at the speed of snail, but you, you don't have the, the speed of a mouse. I guess you could if you have your sensitivity just insanely high, but that's got to be hard to control. Uh, maybe some people can if, they, if they're good enough at controlling those types of speeds, but that's got to be hard. I mean... 
Is this is this really a complaint? I mean, no. You, you you're you're playing a game that was originally designed for PC on console. You kind of asked for it. I don't need to complain. Oh. I think he was he's pointing out no, that he, he was saying he, that the controller people would beat us. We don't understand. We're th saying it's worse than it is. Well, it's the opposite of a complaint. He's saying I think you guys don't realize like how much we can actually do with the controller. It's like literally the complete opposite of a complaint. Yeah, uh, okay. I don't I don't think he's actually He's saying start a he... trial tournament and I will farm you fucking idiots even with your mouse and keyboard. I don't I don't I don't think he's even saying that though. I think he's just saying like do a con do a console tournament and like see it how like good and, and quick we actually are i don't think he's even saying put pc against console he's just saying like they're well, really really it, good he literally players. said would be great to see some of the pc folks hold a tournament on console with everyone using trial characters that can see what we we're ro rolling with uh, unless he's yeah. saying he wants con pc players to use a controller i yeah, guess he is saying is that yeah, which would make that very confusing, which is why I think he's just saying, like, do a console tournament and PC people come watch and, and see that we're actually, like, adept. We're not we're not slow-rotating joystick. <laughs> I think what he uh, meant Car to say was that he would fucking farm us. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Carstell says, this was a good listen. Love the podcast. Thank you, Carstells. Vesper says, I hope they changed La Orzeca outfit and many others to show striker and mystic weapons. Yeah. Although, it looked goofy. But they'd have to actually like design it to do it, but yeah. I don't know. It's a weird thing that your your costume weapons don't show over some of the costumes. Like with gloves and stuff. Gauntlets. Oh, really? It's weird. Yeah. Uh, Mind Don't Compute says, Node War Siege is pointless because the system is designed for players to engage as they know who is there, which if they know there is a reason to engage or not engage, people are lazy these days if the system doesn't match the engagements and does it blind limits of how many X class can be in a certain number of players in a group, this is the result. Purely scripted and uninteresting sieges or node wars uh, on a few dominant guilds. There needs to be a node war system that doesn't reveal who owns the nodes. The system should tell you what pathway you can choose or zone and notify both the occupying and the invasive guild when the time of the match is going to happen or time brackets for the match to happen. If the occupying guild declines the match siege, etc., then the zone becomes neutral and the contesting... Uh, wait, I lost my, I lost my place. This paragraph contesting would occupy the node after a few days. I do not agree that zones can be occupied for any extended amount of time. I believe that the even bigger problem is that a new player has no guidance as to how to engage in any node wars or PvP systems in the game. Most people are terrified to do it because besides now Arena Solaire, there is nowhere a new player in the war panel can engage into an RBF type mode that could simulate how a node war or siege works new players need to be acquainted with what represents what the end game looks like and not be afraid to engage that is why basically you got pointless small guilds that basically do nothing and why people say there is no end game PA needs to create systems that drive the new player in form of quests and systems to get into guilds do node wars etc not having equalized pvp along with uncapped pvp as it stands it's exactly why the game has suffered a drop in the player base you know ah! the whole the whole questing, uh, like quest to to get you into guilds and whatnot. That's something that I 
I know more modern games tend to do is they give you a quest to like force you to join a guild, even if it's just momentary, just so you can get the the quick rewards, but at least get you familiar with joining a guild. BDO actually doesn't have that, I don't think. Let GMs create real contracts and let us trade players. Dude. True. Yeah, turn it into turn it into a fucking management system for GMs. Dude. That sounds Dude. like a good thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Make it when fucking, I when they uh, send that contract for whatever it is, to make it like a a hundred million silver a day, two hundred million silver a day, whatever. Make it something significant, and then you're locked uh, in until uh, the end of that term, and they have the right to trade you as a player. They can pull yeah, you out of the yeah, guild yeah. in exchange for someone else. Let's do it. Damn, that yeah. actually is a pretty. It's a pretty interesting idea. That'd be fun. It'd that's be gonna, so fucked, but it would also be really interesting. It'd be the most fucked hurt. up system that's super yeah. interesting of all time. That's my, gonna hurt a my, lot of people's uh, feelings, though. Mm-hmm. My, my that, that don't get ass, valued very high. <laughs> my undergeared ass would be more more than Frosty because his class is useless in large scale. Oh no! It's not true. I have a tag system. Ah, <laughs> uh, sure. What do you? Even, oh, your hash. That's right. That's uh, fair. laggy skills says great podcast as always. The guests were pretty awesome and chill. Had a lot of insights. Was great episode from all of you. Really enjoyed it. Random side note, mainly for the intern. I grinded Histria for 14 hours over the weekend. Arsha and Tint Buff trying to get Rage Artifact and that shit never drops. I remember Reslar saying he also grinded a long time there and didn't get one until the intern needs to be buffed. Second random note. Why the hell can't people see the super armor icon on Suck Hash when we turn into the tornado? Aren't we supposed to be invisible intern? Please fix this. Uh, last random note, I did Seasons the other day, and it seems like they added a feature that gets your Awakening in Succession done by talking to an NPC in Velia and not having to go kill the mobs or do usual needed quests. Whoever came up with that needs a raise. We need more things like that. Okay, first of all, with the tornado thing, that is only that only applies in Battle Arena. Nowhere else in the game. Stop trying to go invisible on your friends in Battle Arena. <laughs> I'm sorry, but just if you're trying to be yeah. completely invisible in Battle Arena, you use the tornado by yourself a little bit of time. You're not trying to be completely invisible when you're dueling friends in BA, man. Come on. Yeah, it's it's a little it's a little BM. Yeah, um, I, I miss the old days where you actually see the person inside it walking. Do you remember the fucking that that one camera view that they had in AOA for a while, Reslar? They had the cinematic camera view. So whenever Suck Hashes went in the tornado, you actually just saw them walking around on the ground slowly. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, that shit was clean. That's how it should be. <laughs> uh. Lil Porkchop says this was a lot to take in. Haha, ha. I ended up being too invested in the podcast to grind. Great work, lads. Keep it up. Thank you. Terrific Life says, long time ago you did a class tier list video. Any plans for doing a new one? Or at least can you tell me, with all the changes, what is better, which awakening or succession? Yeah, when are we doing another tier list? I think it's time. True. I'll make it simple. Uh... Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Musa's still S tier. May was F tier. There we go. Buff Dude, our, our last one was a very long time ago, actually. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Maybe after maybe after the PvP changes, the Suck Zerker nerfs come out, then we could do it. Because yeah. doing it right now, right before the Suck Zerker nerfs, would kind of be uh, not smart, right? So maybe we can do it after that. 
Mace Plays says, I wish these were uploaded to Spotify weekly. Yeah, that's my fault. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Smash says, I am Smoosh. True. Smoosh. And Sui says, guys, stop insulting Nayashi. Stop wasting time. I still loving listening to the podcast, even though I don't play BDO anymore. Wait, I wasn't here for like the last two podcasts. What did you guys say? Uh, nothing. Were we insulting you? Yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't remember doing that. I don't, were we insulting him? I don't think we were. I think someone said, someone said you need to stop putting up clown videos with misinformation. (laughs) Who? Someone from Reddit said that about you, yeah? Yeah, 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 you, yeah, with your clown videos. I I thought that was geared towards you. It was, but I'm redirecting it to you because I don't really make videos, so it doesn't make sense. I haven't posted a video in a long time. What do you even mean? (laughs) It doesn't make sense. Your your Maywalk guides are real clownish and spreading misinformation. Apparently. (laughs) And that's it. That's all we got. That's the show, Uh, Any No, that's it. Any closing thoughts? Good to go? That's it. Wednesday's a big patch. I'm excited for all my tornadoes on hash. Wednesday's a big patch indeed. Um, thank you everybody so much for listening. Uh, like I said before we started the comments, we read them every single week, so uh, leave a comment if you would like to uh, tell us something, debate us about something. Um, as long as it's not any sort of insult, then we will uh, we will read it. Read it every single episode. Um, make sure to check out our Twitch streams. You can follow Frosty at twitch.tv slash sofrosty. Nayashi at twitch.tv slash Nayashi underscore N-A and myself at twitch.tv slash notreslar. All of those links are in the description of the video or the mp3, whichever you're listening to. Um, thank you again to the patrons and we'll see everybody next week. Bye.